Today's show is brought to you by Banana Bag, a clinically proven vitamin and dehydration therapy formulated by a pharmacist as an alternative to an IV treatment for dehydration and fatigue. Visit bananabag.org WATP and use the promo code WATP for 25% off your purchase. You know, there's varying degrees of trash in every culture. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. By the way, for those people that are in the back, remember to shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? I've been dying to say that. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. 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 Hello, Robert Nixon, Cousin Roos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that makes you feel like you're our most important listener because you are. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, two people who Stuttering John fantasize about. It's Jen from the Jingles Department and Vinnie Paulino. Hi. Welcome, friends. So uncomfortable now. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Please go to whoarethese.com, get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. You can watch the show live and unedited. We record Saturdays at 2 Eastern, Wednesdays at 5 Eastern, and there are people here watching us do this. Right now, you could be one of them. Also, if you get on our Patreon, you know, a lot of people drop off at the beginning of the month, their credit card expires, they don't realize they're no longer on the Patreon, so check for that. I'm going to be putting up my uh, latest appearance, filling in for Anthony Cumia on the Anthony Cumia show. Eric Zane and I on Halloween night did a show on there. I introduced Eric to uh, Tourette's TikTokers. So that's always fun. Lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't enjoy that? Uh, It was a fun episode. Also, we encourage our listeners, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Fart Mouth. This is a suggestion from Laugh Track in the Discord we have all listened separately. We've not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. A show hosted by Tyler and Jake. Its description is the most raunchy, stupid, and offensive comedy podcast on the internet. And I have to ask, is it Fartmouth or Fartmouth? Because it's like Dartmouth. <laughs> what I was trying to Fartmouth research University. It. Yeah, nothing really came up for their show right away. It was all Dartmouth. Yeah. Did you, did you mean Dartmouth? Yeah, Google's like, you definitely don't mean Fartmouth. <laughs> no one's yeah. ever searched that. It took before. some convincing. Sadly, yeah. I did. All right. Well, let's see how the uh, the show starts off. It's a little obnoxious. Is that the most annoying Dude. thing I've ever done? Nah, probably not. <clears throat> so immediately, I'm getting the come town. We don't really care vibes. I don't know if that's an influence or not, but come town as great a show as that is has really. Egged on some bad podcasters to make a lot of bad podcasting. You don't know if it was an influence. You think it is? You think it's obvious? Yeah. Sounds exactly like Come Town. Yeah. Well, except, except for the, the funny guys. Except without the Minus laughs. the funny guys. Although, right out of the gate, the episode, most recent episode, there's a joke. And you won't miss it. They make sure you realize it's a joke. Do you want to? Yes. Do you want to announce it? Yesterday. Oh. Okay. Israel began their ground invasion. Oh, finally they did? Into the West Bank, proving that there's not a single bank in the world the Jews can't get into. Oh. Will you do that for me on the creep off? 
from now on, if I tell a joke, just go, oh, so everyone knows when to laugh and how hard to laugh for. Um, absolutely not. Okay. Fuck I thought you. it was a good technique. Fuck them. It's stupid. Uh, can Carl, I'm sorry to interrupt the flow on this because we're talking about the start of their shows and how inane it is. You are the flow of this, buddy. Go for it. All right. So listen, my first clip was the very first joke of the show I listened to, mm-hmm. uh, which was by, I'm sorry, I want to make sure I give you yeah, the Yeah, let's title. make sure people can go back and research it themselves afterwards. It's uh, episode 191, Israeli Dick Fluid is okay. the name of the episode that I chose to listen to for mm-hmm. some reason. <laughs> and uh, Flu- you played... Fluid isn't actually in the dick. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, it's the... It's the, the vessel. Brain. It comes forth. It's the vessel. <laughs> yeah. Correct. So the Israeli dick fluid episode opens up with a joke, and you played it in the teaser last week. Let's remind oh, everybody. Yes, okay. Welcome, everyone, to <laughs> Fart Mouth Podcast, a show whose hosts believe that rape is a crime and who, in, on a completely unrelated note, have no respect for the law. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now, Carl. Yes. They beat that joke into the ground. Listen to them oh, no. 34 seconds later. I timed this 34 seconds later. What do you think about rape, Jake? <clears throat> uh, I mean, I like that it's illegal, but I also don't respect the law. Why? Why do they do that again? I don't know, Carl. All I knew is that the second time I heard that joke in under a minute, is when I realized I was in for a tough listen. Yeah, it's going to be a rough go. <laughs> that reminds me, real quick, getting off topic, and then we'll get right back on. Jen and I went and saw Tim Dillon last night. Okay. And Tim Dillon came out and did probably the first five to ten minutes just on Rochester. Yeah. And repeated the same joke twice. He goes, I, I thought I was in Gaza when I got here. And he said that like again, just in a different way. And he got a laugh both times. He did. Yeah. He's got good delivery, though. Yeah, he does have a good delivery. Well, it's like, well you listen, did that joke. You, it's forgivable from professionals. Yeah. From amateurs, it's like, okay, I heard you. Well, this, I mean, Tim Dillon, by the way, we have to talk about this. We don't have to do it right now. But there was almost one of those epic moments where a heckler yelled out at him that he was ignorant. He was an ignorant prick. Yes. And the whole crowd starts going nuts. And some people are on her side. No, I said her. And other people are booing, and, and Tim's like, well, let's let her talk. Let's figure out what's going on. We'll talk about that later. Jen, why would you do that? Jenny Jiggles, <laughs> what did you pick up on well, from this episode? These are some really racist people. Yeah, um, well, that that's the shocking part of this. It's, oh, so, so offensive. Watch out. So my clip number two. Yeah. They start talking about BTK. So they like serial killers. Mm-hmm. I can get down with that. Then they go from BTK to Gallagher to racism. Okay, let's get on that journey then. All things. I wanted to know suck. what come inside of a dead pussy looked like versus a live <laughs> pussy, so I could tell if he raped her before she died or not. Yeah, yeah. I want to see if I smack the stomach with a mallet if it all gush out or not. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> like a weird fucking Gallagher show. <laughs> <laughs> We've had fifty men come into this dead woman over here, and <laughs> oh man, real good smack. Did you know that black people love going to Gallagher shows? Not for the comedy, just to catch the watermelon yeah. in their mouth. In their mouth. <laughs> nah, I don't need that, Parker, boy. <laughs> I can see that one coming. I have to be honest with you. I yeah. didn't see them doing the voice at the end coming, but oh, yeah. Well, if you liked that, wait until you hear the Michael Irvin impression that one of these guys comes out with. The episode I checked out, the most recent one, that was about Randy Moss for some reason. Dallas Star receiver Michael Irvin even called to apologize to Moss because Irvin's own off-field problems were a main reason <laughs> Moss was not drafted. Hey, That's uh, hilarious. Listen, yeah, Listen, nigga, I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> you know, I was at the club, fucking some bitches. This nigga stepped on my shoes. He does these impersonations. I swear, you would think it was the real people. <laughs> Pretty good stuff, huh? Yeah, well, then... My clip three is just a little more of that. <laughs> I get, I pay five dollars. I'm getting twenty dollars worth of watermelon on this show. <laughs> you got grits? <laughs> don't you be smashing no buckets of chicken now, boy. I knew chicken was nice. I, I don't want no it. bone shards in my breast. <laughs> oh, hell no, but and don't be telling me you eating that fucking that boneless meat. Oh, that ain't real. I almost said it. Uh, <laughs> you, you can just look at. You can just hand me that fucking fried chicken ah goddamn i couldn't think of a single piece of chicken's name <laughs> i had plenty of time and i couldn't come up with it wouldn't dude. have mattered if you did no would not have made it funny yeah so, mostly offended by how hack that was yeah right so i just want to make sure that wasn't michael irving <laughs> correct okay. i know okay, okay. no I, I had to go back and listen again myself okay. and slow because down the it, it literally sounds like the cbs morning show it's about as a name um that's awful. There's no jokes. This is the lowest hanging fruit as all these guys are about. Correct. And it's like the episode that I listened to. I don't want to go into a long thing here, but I would have to if I did right now. So I'm going to anyway, Carl. Because right. I think you're going to. You don't to want to. This. You have to. It's I your have duty. to because it's all I got Let's today. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> the episode I listened to, I was really appalled at that joke twice. But what I liked about the show mm. is that they went into a bit. And they actually had prepared material and a and a whole fucking bit wow. ready to go. And I was shocked that they put this effort in. Oh. But then you will not be shocked at the level of the material. Oh. Okay. So the bit that they do, episode three, listen to this great intro that they have planned for it. <laughs> We're doing it. Just a second. It's time. That sounded so cool. That sounded cool as shit. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slam poetry, huh? Carl, I didn't know what it was at first because I couldn't understand what that jingle was. I was like, okay, we're going into a bit. What the fuck is this bit? Then they explained it. Oh, good. Clam slam poetry. We both write poems. They're fucked up. Yeah. Uh, Which one first, though? Your suggestion, I think, should go first. Okay, yeah. Based on the fucking, the level yeah. of poem I have. Oh, okay. For the second topic. Uh, yeah, mine mine gets, uh, yeah. Words are hard. You go first. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I, I okay. imagine this or, is yeah, what. That's fine. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I'll go first both times. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I asked uh, Tyler and uh, I guess myself too to write even though i didn't i didn't actually ask myself but uh my topic was israel palestine shocking ever Very heard topical of it topic yes get to the work and overtime part jesus christ this oh. fucking intro <laughs> when do we get to the clam i i imagine this is what going to like a robert frost poetry reading was like <laughs> sure okay carl i want to point out jody b in the discord i was going to bring this up but he's in there chatting about this so he's not the one who recommended the show to me, but I saw on their website, they had a discord server. So I'm like, what's going on in their discord server? Let's check that out. And who do I see all over in that place is Jody B. So he's a big fan of the show. Is he really? Oh yeah. He's right in there writing about the clam slam poetry. He's raising his hand. He's into it. <laughs> okay. He's into it. So he's got some explaining to do after we play these clips. I'm going to play you the first poem about the Israeli Palestine conflict. Okay. I'm excited. All is right. this going to be hilarious? 
You tell me, Carl. All Jody right. B might like it. All right, Jody B, tell me what's funny about this. <laughs> After the drone strike smoke settles and the coffers paid off, what will anyone have learned from another rocket trade-off? There's dead kids on both sides, but I'm not complaining. <laughs> it's less competition for Jesus, is all that I'm saying. <laughs> Pro-lifers want fetuses born if they're Virginian, but babies can be missile fodder if they're Palestinian. And (laughs) an easy rhyme there. I'm well aware, (laughs) but that shoe fell harder than a push down the stairs. Bombs flying like shoes at a head like George Bush's. Two shoe references. All all to save the asses of those who say tookus. Damn. Yeah, that's a Jew fucking reference. Jews. Oh, that's the end? Yeah, sorry. That was dope. I like that. Yes, queen! (laughs) That was terrible. That was so bad. You don't say. Yeah. But do you think the other guy could have done better? I would hope so. Well, let's find out. (laughs) All right. The Jews and Arabs got beef older than Moses. Kosher or Haram, they both be smelling atrocious. (laughs) Oh shit! Fighting over, (laughs) fighting over land like some dumb fuck savages. Shit makes me want (laughs) to. So fucked. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) This this poem is some of the most fucked up shit I've ever written. This is episode 190 something. You said 91, 191. They've done 190 episodes before this. They outdo themselves every fucking time. Oh, he's not done with this poem yet, Carl. Let the man finish his poem. Oh, I noticed he wasn't done. I was hoping you were done playing it for me, but I guess not. Oh, would you like me to stop playing it for you? I <laughs> All right, will. let me start. Yeah, reread the, that line. Yeah. Fighting over land some, like some dumb fuck savages. Shit makes me want to mail tons of anthrax packages. <laughs> <laughs> Israel bombs. Tri- That's what he fucking stumbled on? Anthrax packages? Yup. Oh, this gets crazy right here, guys, does it? Okay. Israel bombs dropped from the sky like fire raining. Blew up a hospital as if the docks had training. Oh. But wait, what's this? It was a rocket from Hamas? Surprised you can't make fuel out of goats and applesauce. (laughs) What? <laughs> dumb question. Are they known for their orchards over there? No. Are there a lot of I apples? Think so. I don't <laughs> think so. Washington State, New York State, both a lot of apples, but yeah. I didn't know about Gaza. Okay. Well, well not. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot rhymes with the moss. <clears throat> After it's all said and done and the dust settles, when the animals are done, Throwing their pebbles. Oh. It really won't matter which side keeps the land. <laughs> They're all just camel jockeys fighting over sand. <laughs> oh, nice, bro. Sam Kinison joke at the end there. Although Sam Kinison's joke was way funnier. Yeah, correct. Yeah. It is a Sam Kinison joke. Thank you for knowing that. Yes. I could only listen to this for so long. And I'll tell you where I tuned out. I do like torturing you every now and again, Vinny. This one, I, listen, you couldn't torture me with this because I didn't listen to it long enough for you to torture me. I listened to the first 20 minutes of this episode and said, holy shit, 
Well, That's all I need. Did you get to the Bomb Iran song? Because Jody B is hoping that you clipped that. I did not clip the Bomb Iran Sorry, song. Sorry, Jody B. We didn't get the Bomb Iran song. I will tell you this, though. And I'm going to save you guys a little bit of trouble here. They do a round two of this, okay? They a round two of this amazing poetry? Of this amazing poetry. But they oh. changed the topic. Oh, good. Okay. So, so they picked one. One of them picked Iran, Palestine. Sure. The next one was making love to a political figure. Okay. Now, here's the thing, though. Is AOC going to get brought up in this? No. Oh. Not even a little bit. <laughs> now, I was, was going to start doing my horn dogs. Hoo, 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 hoo. You need to listen to this guy talk up his poem. Okay. So hit number nine, Carl. Just number nine. Will do. Like, we both hit this with immortal technique. Yeah. I've got a reference in this that I'm going to have to explain at the end that is going to blow <laughs> your fucking mind, dude. Yeah. Okay. Like, the most... Like, I... There is zero fucking chance anybody listening to this is going to get this reference. And then when I explain it, you're going to go, holy fucking shit. Okay. That is like the most goddamn detonative ass bullshit (laughs) that ever fucking bombed my fucking simple mind. Explosive. That's right. Okay. He's still calling a shot a minute later. Okay. I spent half an hour writing this poem. I spent half an hour <laughs> analyzing every fucking word of this poem. I was so passionate. I was like, this is going to be the greatest 85 seconds of content I've ever created in my life. Okay, guys. You're all, right. all excited for this now. Yeah. I could see it from Chris's face, and Jed fell asleep a little bit. So I can tell everyone's really excited to find out what this poem is, that he spent 30 whole fucking minutes to make a masterpiece well, also, of. Also, I love the fact that there's a reference that none of us will get. But I, it's that's so exciting. brilliant. That's exciting. I can't now, wait for when that. When are they going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> You, I was listening to your new album today. Available buddy. on the Isotopes Bandcamp. I was actually going to promote that. Yeah, it was really show. Check out Fireworks Factory by the Isotopes. It's out there, and it's fantastic, everybody. Go get it. We've got a lot of sales already. It's very exciting, oh. so check it out. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, here is the poem that he is telling us is the greatest poem he's ever written, right. the greatest piece of content he's ever made. Is everyone ready for this? At long last. All right, let's 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 get into it. Here we go. His throbbing, veiny hebcock grasped betwixt mine fingers while he, tra- while he levels another street block. The smell of phosphorus lingers. Nice. In synchronized time, he thrusts. My warning asshole accepts it. In blinks of eyes blind, now dust. No fucking life signs detected. God damn. Fill my insides to the brim with IDF forces. Sing the women a hymn during forced Arab abortions. Damn, bro. Benny boys got plans out the motherfucking wazoo. Bronzed balls put the tan in net tan Yahoo. Fuck, bro. As my goop hits the floor, post-nut clarity hits me. (laughs) Goop. As my goop hits the floor, post-nut clarity hits me. Genocidal dog of war, Jew tyrant turned Nazi. Back pocket NATO bitch, something has to be done. My trigger finger itched, so I reached for his gun. 
Brain splatter on the bed sheet unseats his iron dome. Ooh. Good one, bro. Good one. Half an hour. <laughs> Brain splatter on the bed sheet unseats his iron dome. Ironic mix of my skeet. Drop three loads and a shalom. Oh, my God. <laughs> ah! What the Dude, I didn't write that. God wrote Christ's that. hands <laughs> entered my brain. What's crazy is that his co-host actually gives it to him. He's like, that was actually incredible. This is what Tom Myers thinks the people behind him are doing. Correct. But this guy missed a perfect opportunity to make this guy feel like an idiot. Yeah. Which I would have done to you or you or you. Like, if you called your shot that much, I would have given you nothing, no matter what came out at length. That. Right. It's nothing at length. Does anybody want to take a guess as to what this amazing reference was in there that will blow your minds? Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. Yeah, I know. I was trying to figure out what that was, too. I mean, he wrote a poem about fucking Benjamin Netanyahu and then killing him. Sure. Uh, was that a lot of was genius the Iron behind it? Dome reference? Carl, I hope not. My final clip, and I will not bore you anymore with these people, because right after I heard this is where I turned the podcast off. Here is the answer. The reference I got to explain? Fill my insides to the brim with IDF forces. IDF stands for Israeli dick fluid. (laughs) (laughs) And that is where I tapped out. That's a fucking connection, dude. Fill my insides to the brim with Israeli dick fluid forces. I bet it'll be even funnier the third time. Wow, that was hilarious. <laughs> wow, real good stuff. I listened to the whole bit, guys, the whole bit, and I was done. I listened to three episodes. That's insane. What? <laughs> I did. I listened to fuck insurance companies, mm-hmm. which they're, every episode, none of them have a theme. They all have a theme, but no theme. So each episode is different. Okay. So fuck insurance companies was... So boring. It was just, I think, Tyler talking about a car accident he got into. Again, really racist, though, because mm-hmm. it was a Mexican woman. The episode I listened to about Randy Moss, also boring and racist. Really boring and racist. Yep. Um, then the other one I listened to that wasn't the one I pulled clips from was Bill- Billy Dry Piss Crystals. And it was a Would You Rather themed show. Hold on a second. Do you hear what she just said? The other one she listened to, she didn't even pull clips. She just listened to it. So she'd have some knowledge for the show. Mm-hmm. This fucking asshole comes out. I listened mm-hmm. to 20 minutes, mm-hmm. got my clips, mm-hmm. and called it a day. Yep. <laughs> yep. Correct. I like Try harder. <laughs> <laughs> no. Back, back, to you, back to you, Jen. <laughs> no, I will not. So Billy Dry Piss Crystals was a, would you rather get pegged once a month by a trans person, or would you rather lick a urinal? At a very busy airport, or who cares? who cares how busy it is? <laughs> you wouldn't think it would matter, but they go into where great is this urinal located? <laughs> they go into really great detail about it. It's just, and then that that is where I tapped out. I didn't listen to the rest of that episode. No. Uh, it's by the food court in the Cincinnati airport. Okay, all right, um, by the food court. Uh. Yeah. Right by the Skyline Chili Stand. <laughs> Let me call Andy and see if she's up for it. Oof. Yeah. So. <laughs> The one I did pull clips from, Animal Come is too watery. Uh-huh. I don't know why I picked that one or what I thought it was going to be. Okay. It was disgusting. What? It was Animal Come is too watery was disgusting? So, number five. <laughs> Shocking. Speaking of dogs and going back to your uh, dog rape thing. Yeah. About BTK. Oh, yeah. 
Have you guys ever noticed that like animal jizz is like really watery? Tower, I'll be 100% honest with you. I don't think I've ever came across animal cum. Ever I'm, in my I'm life. Gonna... Also, the only time I saw animal cum was on Jackass 2. That's what I'm that's the kind of thing I'm talking and about. And Chris though. Pontius drank the horse cum. Right. And it looked yeah, like it, it, was, it was pretty watery in there. It but... was a lot more like our cum as men. Right. Is very thick. It's viscous. Very yeah. viscous. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like motor oil. Right. But <laughs> yeah. animal cum is very watery. Okay. That was just part of their show. Okay. Well, I learned something. <laughs> and that's what it was titled after. Well, that would you get a bit that good? That that's you're going to want to name the episode. <laughs> Technically, what we just heard was the title track. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. That was the title track of the podcast. Guys, yeah. it didn't get any better than that part of the show. Let's call it that. Yes, we all agree. Let's I'm do sure that. you don't want to call it viscous man cum. Yeah, I'm pretty no, sure. No, we'll just go animal cum is watery. That'll work, guys. It was gross all the way through. They talked a lot of pornography. Okay. Um, gross. <laughs> I mean, you can give seven a try. All right. While that is fascinating, mm-hmm. it's it's bonerific. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Yeah. There's not a lot of pornographic scenarios where I'll just like straight up get a boner without touching my dick at all. Yeah, obviously not. Yeah. <clears throat> but Fun desensitized. The felching sure. subreddit definitely tickles that itch. At least... Oh. To a good degree. Oh. But here's my problem with it. I definitely prefer the facial aspect of it to the cum and mouth aspect of it. Oh. Mm. Oh. You're a connoisseur <laughs> of felching, I see. Okay. I like how they're trying to have this clinical conversation about it. They I really like how are. there's a subreddit. You host a show called Subreddit Surfing. Have you guys done felching yet? Well, we're planning on doing that for the live show. Okay, March good. Oh. Yeah. The felching subreddit, because we want to have a lot of visuals, and we don't want YouTube to get That'll be fun. This Yuck. is the part of the show be... where we explain to my mother-in-law what felching means. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's... Do you want to take a stab at this? <laughs> Interesting you bring her up, because as I was writing my notes, first of all, sorry, Mom. I... <laughs> the things I was writing down, I don't think I've ever written the word jizz out more, or ever than I did today. Well, I, would, I would hope not. It was Dear all, diary. all over her Belching. folders at school. <laughs> or Dear Diary, there was jizz everywhere today. <laughs> jizz, 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 jizz. Um, and then my number six is just more gross. Yeah, I mean, like, the chick I fucked the most times in high school was, like, 87 pounds when we were sophomores in high school. Like, she was super fucking anorexic and shit. Yeah. Spinner. Not even. Or a Lazy Susan, as we called them on an old episode of Fartmouth I re-listened to recently. Really? Very good. Very good. I'll I'll go ahead and toot my own horn a little bit. Beep, beep. I said, or Lazy Susans. I like that. I said that. That's great. You spin that bitch around on a pole. <laughs> Holy shit. This guy went back, listened to an old episode, yeah. and then repeated the joke that he had that he yeah. thought was funny from an old episode. I've never heard something more pathetic than that. Uh, toot, toot. How about we take that a little step further? He went back and listened to old episodes and is still making new ones. How about that? <laughs> yeah. He didn't learn anything. I wonder where this is going. Let's let's record again tomorrow. All right. Unbelievable. So they start talking about uh, Antonio Brown, as I mentioned. This episode I listened to is about Randy Moss for no reason. And uh, Antonio Brown has done a lot of crazy shit. And he's still doing crazy shit. He hasn't stopped. He's not letting up anytime soon. 
And this is the the one thing that they took away from Antonio Brown's crazy life. I think it was Antonio Brown. Yeah, Antonio Brown. That farted in that lady's face. Yeah. <laughs> He's done a lot of cool shit, actually. That is so fucking awesome. <laughs> He's very entertaining, actually. Yeah. I guess that's on brand, if that's the thing that Fartmouth thought was the most interesting part about Antonio Brown's career. Makes sense. Well, it turns out these guys are uh, pretty bad at geography. Because uh, this guy didn't realize that uh, Delaware and West Virginia are almost neighbors. They're very close to each other, these two states. So pretty useful. Delaware is not that far from West Virginia, so I'd imagine they're the same thing, right? Nope. Uh, it's the same DuPont. They're not. They're pretty far apart. Uh, they're not that far from each other. Let's look at a map. They're like, they're like I mean, it's what, 100 miles, maybe? I think that. it's way more than that. I think it's like a hundo. U.S. I feel like Delaware's in the northeast and West Virginia's in the south. Yeah, I mean, technically, oh, but they're close. I think they're pretty close to each other. Technically. We're going to find out. <laughs> We're just going to give it the old eyeball test. Yeah, yeah. Some We're good just going to yes zoom Andy. in on, a, on the oh, map. See, I thought Delaware was where New Hampshire and shit uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always viewed... I never realized that Delaware is like a fucking archipelago. Yeah, yeah it is, yeah. It's a fucking... Uh, surrounded by water almost. That is one big-ass fucking bridge, dude. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. Turns. It turns a lot. <laughs> There's a bridge that goes from, is that West Virginia? That's Virginia Beach. Norfolk? But... Norfolk's in West Virginia, yeah. Is it? Uh-oh, retard alert. <laughs> retard alert, class. This is one of those moments where you just got to stop talking. Yeah. Just stop. Because everything you're saying is dumb. And it makes you look foolish. And they're looking it up. <laughs> and they're looking at and it, too. fucking that up. And the worst part about that is that once they see this bridge, they decide to start researching bridges. For the next 10 minutes of the show, they're reading a webpage that talks about the biggest bridges in the U.S. Oh, my God. Which is the most boring thing I've ever heard. I couldn't clip any of that nonsense. But oh. Did they make any Jeff Bridges jokes? They didn't. Oh. Did Wish they, you were there. Did they call any of the bridges <laughs> racial slurs? I'm just yes, curious. Of okay. course. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I, well, I do like the fact that it's a very classy show and very professional. Yeah, it looks like it's a dam <clears throat> and a bridge in a way. Uh, it's a damn strong bridge. Uh, must be. Pretty good stuff. There were moments of the show when I was listening to it where it was almost like a Bob and Doug McKenzie come town mashup. Oh, interesting. With the burping and the drinking uh-huh. yeah, yeah, and the yeah. stupidity. Mm-hmm. But the sound of come town? Does that make any sense to anybody? The maybe vibe of come town, maybe? The like, vibe, yeah. Yeah. Try, trying to be. Just a lot of. Beer Im- drinking and belching, though. Yeah, like immature assholes in their, their bedroom when they still live with their parents. And, whoa, we're saying naughty stuff at the sleepover tonight. That's kind of what the vibe that I got from this. Cracking each other up with, like, did you hear this word? <laughs> I don't know what boys talk about at sleepovers. But I, <laughs> well, fair enough. But I bet you it's something like my clip number eight. That's the move, because that first squirt, you don't know where the fuck it's going to go. Yeah. Because so yeah. it's going to be, that first one might be, like a fucking twenty-two, yeah. set it off, or it might be, it might dribble out like the rest. You yeah. never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 yeah. It's like a fifty-fifty shot that either the first shot is just gonna like seep out, or it's gonna fucking shoot Bow. to goddamn yeah. North Korea. Yeah, producer Chris and I talk about our cum shots all the time. It's right before the <laughs> pillow fight. <laughs> That's cute, Jenny. How did you Pretty label horrible. that clip? Was it North Korea jizz rocket? Uh, no, kidding. I remember a um, cum shot. Okay, okay. All right. Well, since we're talking about their hilarious racial humor they're talking about the differences between wisconsin and michigan 
differences between Wisconsin. They're two completely different parts of the country. (laughs) They're not even close to each other, right? We're talking East Coast, West Coast (laughs) here. Technically, that's true, but. (laughs) I I know one of the differences. Michigan has a fair amount of black people. That's true. Wisconsin doesn't have any. Not so much. <laughs> there ain't none, dude. There ain't a single fucking spook in the whole state. They don't. Why was that funny? Wisconsin doesn't have a lot of black people in it. <laughs> what? I don't understand the joke. Am it's I missing a, it? It's a comedy podcast. Oh, I guess I Carl? must have gone back and, and read the description. Offensive comedy podcast. Okay, now it, now it makes sense. Well... They're half right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is one of the most. This is this right here. Offensive podcast. The thing about Seinfeld stand up is he has these observations that you go. Oh, why didn't I think of that? We've all had these observations before. Do you think the emphasis would still be on cheese if there were a lot of black people? Yeah, there? Black people don't like cheese. They're not big cheese heads. They're not. As it fans. turns out. Have you ever heard a black person talking about cheese? They're, they got ash on their elbows, not cheese on their heads. Right. Yep. You know, it's not funny, but, um, but you know, I get it. Pretty good stuff, huh? Ugh. Black people don't like cheese, according to them. <laughs> but he's at a loss for words. You don't see that very often. It's, <laughs> like, what the fuck am I listening to? All right. I've just seen people who do shit like this on stage yes. where they think that they're it's edgy like, and Yeah, they expect laughter. Yep. And all I'm picturing in my mind is if either one of these guys went up and tried to deliver jokes to a room, yeah. they would not be getting the reaction that they get from each other. The Correct. rest of the room would sit there and stare at them silently like, what the fuck did you just say? I think they'd go over like Michael Richards. I'm pretty sure yeah. is how the show would go down. There'd be a lot of phones getting pulled out of pockets. Well, they don't just, they're not racist towards just black people. Thank God. So my clip nine is all about Indian pussy. Why does your pussy got grill marks on it? (laughs) (laughs) Grill marks. Oh, they're just painted on. The fuck? This ain't Golden Corral, bitch. (laughs) This ain't the Outback Steakhouse. Put that blooming onion away. (laughs) Uh, This bitch got a Dubai ass pussy. More like goodbye, bitch. Oh, more like goodbye (laughs) ass. So dot Indian, I was going to ask, but oh, now I'm offended by you. <laughs> now I'm the problem. Okay, fair enough. But Dubai isn't in India. <laughs> you think that's part of the problem? Though? <laughs> no, this whole they... thing is confusing and stupid. Well, they why don't... are there grill marks? Why are they laughing? At You'll grill have to marks? ask Jenny Jingles about this. I what? don't know what the context. You can't determine was. why they just were talking about Indian pussy. That it... they said Indian pussy is ashy. Honestly, I've never seen one. I don't know what they look like. Put your blooming onion away. What the fuck is this? I don't, I don't even understand the references that they're laughing hysterically They're at. geographically challenged. Yes. That is we definitely true. <laughs> so they don't know where the pussy is? They don't know where the pussy is. They don't know where West Virginia is. Okay. So let me play a whole different side of this show right. that maybe you guys didn't hear on your episodes. The side where they decide to read sports statistics off of a webpage forever. 
he was the state champion on track, uh, the Virginia, West Virginia state champion in the 100 and 200 meters with times of 10.79 and 21.95 seconds. That's crazy. He's fast. This was the only year he competed on the school's track team, but he would later join the Marshall track team and lower his 200 meter time to 21.15. Nice. Damn. You skipped over one part. It said in his senior year of basketball, he averaged 30.2 points. Yeah. 13.7 rebounds. <laughs> 5.1 steals. Oh, who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? I can't imagine. If I was on this webpage, I would stop reading it. Why are they still reading it into a microphone for their show? This goes on and on to the point I think they're bored of it. Yeah, yeah. college is stupid. <laughs> it's really dumb. Yeah, before that, it said that Notre Dame <sighs> denied his enrollment application. Right, right, right. Uh, but did not stop another high-profile football program, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and that's the way the news goes guys if you don't care i'm not gonna care <laughs> why are we doing this right now where did this all come from and it gets worse Vinny, because not only are they reading randy moss's stats but they're trying to calculate things in real time uh most receiving yards gained by a freshman in a season which is 1709 on God 78 damn. catches dude what's a, that average a record which still stands God damn, what is that average? 17, what was it, 1709? Yeah, on 78 catches. Like what, 40? No, 20, 22 20, fucking yeah, yards per 22 catch. 22 yards per catch. That's and some insane. of that is probably after the catch, you know? I bet like, a bunch a, of A lot of it is. Oh what is God. going on? How long ago did Randy Moss retire from the NFL? What, why are we talking about this? And of all the things that we're talking about, stats, yeah. there's nothing interesting there. No. It's not a sports show. Randy Moss tried to run over a female cop with an SUV once. Let's talk about that. That would Let's be talk fun. About something interesting. That would be interesting. But they're literally telling us that Randy Moss was good at football. I know that. I watched him catch four touchdowns in one half against the Bills. I don't want to talk about that it. That was awesome. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, at least with Animal Jazz, we were learning something. <laughs> what, I, what I do want to talk about, what I do want to talk about is Chad Pennington. I bet you didn't expect that name to come up on huh. the show, did you? No. Yeah, okay. He had a for the Jets he had one three thousand yard and then for Miami in two thousand eight he had he had another pretty decent season, three thousand yards. Yeah, he had a <clears throat> all of his passer ratings are terrible though. Who <gasps> fucking <laughs> cares? So in two thousand eight, I get you're pretty excited about this. Chad Pennington was the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Your team. Yeah, old spaghetti arms Pennington. Oh well, they're very excited. I bet you're excited to hear more about that year on the Dolphins. Nineteen touchdowns, seven interceptions. That's not terrible. Ninety seven passer rating, not bad. Sixty seven point four percentage. That's not that bad. I mean I was reading the percentages as his passer rating the whole time. Oh yeah, no. Passer rating is not not horrific. Where is that? He had one that's one oh four. Think about it. Would this be interesting to you? Would you listen to this? <laughs> what are they doing? They literally got sidetracked and just started we, talking about Chad Pennington. Can stats. we go back to fucking t- poetry? Can we go yes, back to listen please. to Please, no wonder people like the clam slam poetry section. It's way better than listening to I legitimately to- was like I don't think the show is funny. I don't think the show is good, but at least they did like a bit. And now yeah. you're sitting here playing me that they're fucking just reading stats. Oh, do you want to hear combine numbers? This is even worse than stats. At least stats is like something that happened in a game. That's impressive. This is just this guy's athletic. Moss had run two 40-yard sprints, which timed 424 and 428. <laughs> God Holy damn, shit. bro. Had a vertical leap of 47 <laughs> inches. <laughs> I just want to fucking explain what that means to you people. <laughs> That's nuts. This man stood on the ground, jumped, 
and it went up in the air four fucking feet. That means the bottom, like the where his like there was forty seven inches between his foot and the ground. Yeah, at his height, that's insane. He dude. jumped four fucking feet off the ground. Ugh. He's one of the best receivers ever. He made Dante Culpepper look like a serviceable quarterback. Yeah, we get it. Randy Moss was good. Jesus fucking Christ. 30 minutes of this shit. Yeah. Well, at least they're not being racist about him. At least they're just like, yeah, he's pretty good at football. I couldn't include all the racism. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know if this is a good time, but this might be a good palate cleanser for you guys. My number 10. At least this is a little bit interesting. At least this idea. A little bit interesting. I'm excited. All of a sudden. I've never watched any Michael Bay directed porn. That'd be fucking dope. I want to. Now. I need to make that. I need to make that yeah, right dude. now. You just see an explosion off in the corner as he's not. <laughs> it's whatever. It's whatever Optimus the- Prime comes into frame. Gunshots. I've never seen any Optimus Prime facial porn. It's just oil. <laughs> it's just tranny fluid. <laughs> tranny fluid and some tranny porn. Optimus Ooh. Prime would definitely fuck a transformer. He would have to. Right? Oh yeah. You know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dog. Tranny on tranny. Optimus Prime and Dylan Mulvaney. That's a good porno. That's a collab. Yep. <laughs> and Target. <laughs> and you got fucking AI kid rock in the corner crying and jerking off. I like that Jen thought that was a palate cleanser. <laughs> Compared to some of the other stuff. What so is, what, anyway, what did you label that one? Transformer jizz? His what is that vertical <laughs> leap is almost four feet. And what that means is... You wouldn't want to watch that movie. No! <laughs> you know what they say about Optimus Prime. There's more than meets the eye. Huh? Come on, guys. I could be on that show. What do you, you think? Could, you could be on that show. It turns out Jody B's been on that show multiple times. Oh, that dearie me. Out. Yeah, he's writing. This is great. Oh boy. <laughs> well, yeah. Speaking of, it's <laughs> all good stuff. What an insane person. <laughs> so, I only have one more perfect worthwhile clip. <laughs> Thank you. And it's number twelve. We raised like six hundred dollars for the cat surgery. Oh yeah, five hundred, and they were able to get it like treats and such. So, thank you for everyone doing that. That was great. Uh, Anthony from Who's Right donated a bunch of money. But only because we talked about it, not because he's a good person. So, <laughs> whatever. Well, these guys are cool with uh, who's right, I huh? was going to say, how do they know this guy, and what's his affiliation with the show? Well, I don't know. We got uh, Jody B, and who's right, and these guys. Just saying. I guess this is a, a whole offensive, cringe Network. corner of the uh, internet. That but they're nice to cats. Still with the So that's All better. Right. Listen, these guys are probably fine. They're t- they're yucking it up. They're having a good time between themselves. Doesn't need to be a podcast. No, it definitely does not. The show made me feel bad. I realized after I pulled my clips that I was in a worse mood than I was before that. That's not a good sign. Like I can't equate specifically what it was. Listening to the show made me feel bad. I'm sorry. You could still feel. You know what makes me feel good? Is <laughs> <It's> banana bag. <laughs> Bananabag.org is where you want to go. Bananabag.org slash WATP. We'll give you the discount code WATP for 25% off your purchase. I have a packet right here. You mix it in water the night before. You go out drinking. Get up the next day. Have another one of these. Drink it slowly. It's like it's it's a pharmacist formulated this. It's everything you need to get rehydrated, re-energized for your day. I'll tell you a quick story. We had family in from out of town last weekend. 
They stayed over Sunday night, Monday night. Uh, Monday night, we stayed up. We were watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. Followed by Tootsie. The first was my idea. The second was not. But the next day I got up and I was feeling a little rough. And I had to fill in for Anthony on the Anthony Cumia show. And thank God for Banana Bag getting me through that Tuesday. I much appreciate what they do for me. Even Dr. Steve purchased Banana Bag. He sent me a, a note last night about it. It's not for Dr. Steve. He doesn't need Banana Bag. He's doing very well. But it's a gift for someone he knows. So Yeah, he gives himself the regular IVs. Yeah, right. Exactly. He's in the hospital. He can, yeah. he can get the good stuff anytime he wants. But Banana Bag, if you have a drinker in your life you want to get a gift for, perfect gift. They will thank you for that. We have the holidays coming up. As you know, Vinny, I know you get excited. Merry Christmas, Bob, you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Bananabag.org. Use the promo code WATP, 25% off. They are a loyal sponsor to the show. We appreciate that. And their product really works, which is the most important thing about anything that we're marketing. It has to work. If it doesn't, doesn't matter what we say about it. It actually works. Try it out. Bananabag.org is where you want to go. Now, you heard me mention the holidays are approaching. Halloween's over. You know what that means? Christmas. It's Christmas season. You know that, Vinny. I know that. And I want to announce a new song parody contest. In the past, we've talked about Opie, Chad Zumach. We talked about Patrick Michael. This one is open. Open for anything you want to write a song parody about that relates to WATP. But we want to do a holiday-themed song parody contest. Ah, So pick your favorite holiday song. Make a song parody. I'm going to play a couple examples here of just some greatest hits over the years that we've had. This is one of my favorite of all time. This is from the Chad Zumach song parody contest. Wow! Chad Zumach's making sock accounts! <laughs> I saw Zumach making sock accounts to bolster up his Twitter just last night. <laughs> He thought that I'd believe people like his comedy <laughs> and also would notice all those strange credit card fees. Then I saw Zumach retweet forget from the most recent contest the carl song parody contest that we haven't picked a winner yet of but this one's definitely in contention here he comes now the big hand Mr. Rochester, I'm Mr. Snow, I'm Mr. Tickets are on sale for DabbleCon. Well, it's fucking 10 below. (laughs) People call me Smile Talker whenever I speak. Always down on my knees. You're a creep. 
Mr. Calbacchini, he's Mr. Queer, he's Mr. New Review Girl, they're all Miss Disappear. People call me Snow Loser, they say that I suck, and I'm a club-footed fuck, you're a cuck. Uh, break it down. I'm Mr. California. I'm Mr. Fun. My canal is salt water. And I've got two sons. You and Kumia <laughs> always trash me. They'll pay for their words. Just a couple of jerks. And his heart doesn't work. He's Mr. Take the High Road. He's Mr. Class. He's Mr. Bloated Idiot. He's Mr. <laughs> Live in the Past. People call me an alcoholic, but their math is all wrong. All of his brain cells are gone. Uh, I thought this was a Carl song. Uh. One of the best. So there's your inspiration. Start working on your song parodies for holiday-themed songs. I'd like it to come together as a Christmas album. Yes. You know, there's Mariah Carey. There's Burl Ives. A yeah. Christmas then gift to you. W-A-T-P, Christmas album. One of the classics. Yes. Yeah, there, there was uh, the Cuckmas album that Asterius Coconos made for Maddox many years ago. Maybe we can get something like that going, so... Looking forward to that. Hopefully we'll get the jingles department on it. Wink, wink. <laughs> I'll get to work. Yes. All right. Now we're talking. All right. With that, I think it's time for our... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. The cringe of the week comes in from Nick Tucker checking out a show called Irrational Moms. And Nick writes, these boobs make obvious points and dumb jokes. Let's see what we got. I think there's a distinction or a difference or something between somebody who like hunts and kills like maybe one animal a year and then feeds their family with it versus like trophy hunters who are, mm-hmm. you know, spending whatever amount of money, many, many tens of thousands of dollars to go kill like some endangered animal in another country. Like oh, that's yeah. not the same thing as your type of hunting. For anyone no. who's going to be offended, it's yes. you, you I, still may yeah. not like it, but. I mean, do you eat meat? It's got to be killed. We're I mean, all I eat yeah. your meat whenever you're done hunting. <laughs> I do like to stalk animals. No, I'm just joking. I will. <laughs> and then, right? She stalks her prey. I stalk. Um, no, I have to say, I have never. I mean, I grew up hunting like as a little, little tiny girl, like, and that was like just the thing I did with my dad, and it was just a very like. I have so many great memories of my father and I. All right. So what I find fun about this is here's a show that has less than a thousand views. Season one, episode three. It's one of those things where they're really calling their shot, aren't they? Hmm. This is just the first season of our show. Why don't you get some listeners first so we can figure out seasons? <laughs> right. I mean, wouldn't that make more sense? You kind of get out of yourself. With that, anyway, thank you, uh, Nick Tucker. I don't know how you find these things. I thought when you said what's fun about this, I was going to say her makeup. One of the middle is a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. With that, Vinny's here. So we got an insider. Let's get into oh. it. Fuck. 
I just have a couple of clips here. What I want to demonstrate is how difficult it is to be friends with stuttering John Melendez. And I thought since Vinny's here, this would be a good time to discuss such a thing. So John did a show on Thursday and he invites his buddy Richard Ojeda on. Now, it wasn't a political show. Those are on Wednesdays. He needed Richard Ojeda to come on to review the Phil Elmore videos that he does about martial art techniques. And he needed the Army Major to agree with him that Phil Elmore is an idiot. This is very important for John to get a guy who knows nothing about martial arts. He was in the military. They don't really teach a lot of martial arts in the yeah. military. It's yeah, more... Richard Ojeda would just shoot you, Phil. Yeah. That's really how that right. would go. And then yeah. curb stopping. <laughs> well, curb stopping would yeah. definitely be in order on that. So they're watching this video. And uh, at a certain point, Richard Ojeda, who's doing John a favor. We all know John's not paying him to be here. He's coming on on an off day. He's not normally on there. So Bless his heart. You don't really need to complicate the angle system with a bunch Bless of different numbers for different Bless variations on what are essential. Hey, brother, I'm going to have to roll, man. i got to go live here in yes, nine minutes. trajectories are different, but I'm either doing a forehand. All right, hold on. Let me just see if I have one more. All right? Uh, hold on. Okay. If I can just get you to comment on one more. Are you there? Yeah. All right. So that was Richard saying, I got to go in nine minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm at seconds, quick. Chain punching. Uh, okay, this is the one I wanted. All right. Oh, I made so 49 seconds. Okay. This is hand-to-hand combat. Are you ready? Yeah. How does John have the worst resolution in podcasting? He really needs to up his game on that. Even with the resolution, I can see a really gross smudge on his shirt up there. What is it? Uh, I believe that's Animal Com. You can tell by how liquidy it is. <laughs> watery. It's watery, yes. All right, so you just heard that. Richard Ojeda goes, all right, John, I got to go. They've already been watching all these videos. He's weighed in on it. And Richard Ojeda's basically like, yeah, I don't know a lot about karate. <laughs> you know, it's very different than what we were trained with, but whatever. So John goes, no, 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 we got we to keep watching this. He just said, I got to go. I got a show in nine minutes. Not that he has to go in nine minutes. He's got a show in nine minutes. So I don't know about you guys, but I like to prep for even more than nine minutes before I start a show. No shit. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? So John's not letting him go. No, 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 hold on. I just, I just need your honest opinion. Okay, this is the one I wanted. All right. I'm in major. Still in 49 seconds. This is hand-to-hand <laughs> combat. Are you ready? All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hand-to-hand. I know you know hand-to-hand combat. Spit it out. All right. Just give me your he honest is. opinion. Just forget about him trashing me or anything. That's <laughs> got nothing to do with that. Play that scene. I just want your honest opinion. Forget about the fact that he's my mortal enemy. <laughs> And that we're friends, so you have to hate him too. Forget about that pot. It's basically what he just said, but he's so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. John just wants Richard's honest opinion. He doesn't need Richard to go along with what he thinks. John doesn't need reinforcement on this. He just wants an honest opinion. Just give me your honest opinion of his hand-to-hand combat. Oh, my God. Now, Army Major, how is that hurting anybody? <laughs> I, I, honestly, I don't under, I don't even know what he's doing. I, I, I really don't. 
Okay. So you gotta go. He lets it play for three seconds and goes, Isn't that stupid? <laughs> I'm just saying, I just want your honest opinion. Who is that hurt? Now, the name of this video is Shaking the Rust Off on the Wooden Dummy. So this would lead me to believe that Phil is not claiming that this is some technique that everyone needs to know in order to defend themselves. I think he's relearning maybe some techniques that he used to know in the past. I watch a lot of videos on how to play guitar parts and guitar solos, and people will slow it so, they'll slow it down so much. It's like, you know, I, I know what a G chord is. We can keep it moving here. But this is a thing that people do when they're teaching people stuff on the internet. They slow it way down so you can see what they're doing and understand how that works. So Richard's got nothing for this. He's not familiar with the style of fighting or anything. He has to go. John's not going to let him go. All right, here, let's just play a little bit more. I know you got to go, but it's only 49 seconds. <laughs> Nothing's different. Well, imagine these moves are so slow. I mean, I could, I, I would just punch him in the fucking face. The video's not called How I Would Beat Up Stuttering John Melendez. <laughs> he's not claiming that this is a real fight that he's having with the wooden dummy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But John would just punch him in the face. So that's good. The one is, is he's, he's working a, a, uh, a routine which is what what you know i think those those do and and then it, then it gets faster and faster and faster oh. i think that's what it's for oh yeah All interesting right. i know i can take this guy in a fight <laughs> yeah thank you for your honest opinion i can take him holy shit I, this totally reminds me of those uh videos the baloney factory is making where it's just carl from aqua Teen, not listening not listening to anyone else, just in his off in his own world, waits for someone to stop talking, and then just and then it, then it gets faster and faster and faster. I think that's what it's for. I know I can take this guy in a fight. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Phil doesn't want to fight you, John. You don't have to worry about getting into a fight with him. All right. So Richard really wants to go. He's got shit to do, and John will not let him. Brother, I'm gonna have to run, man. Are you sure? Wait, wait. Oh, hold on. Yep. Hold on. Don't just play the slash. <laughs> What's the point of watching this part? It's all the same. This... Mm-hmm. I mean, Maggie, you would just punch him. I mean, you know, I wish him the best. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, that that wooden that wooden thing will never will never hit him back. Do you think he ever got into a real fight? Oh my god. You know, you know, it's hard it's hard to say. It's hard to say. It's like trying to leave in after hours with some coked up loser that is so lonely. Yeah. The wants <laughs> to tell you the same story. The loneliness. The dude, dude. The, the loneliness is, is really incredible here. <laughs> because the fact that Stuttering John is on there going you know, I could probably beat this guy up, right? I bet you could beat him up. I bet I could beat him up. Let's beat him up Let's together. <laughs> we could both beat him up. And at a certain point, he's like, you could take this guy, right? And Richard's like, I don't have a problem with this guy. I don't know what, I don't know what the problem is. We can take here. him. Yeah, he's trying to bond over this. <laughs> John, let him go. He's got a show to do. Let the fucking poor guy go. Hold on. Just watch 30 more seconds of the same thing. Of the same thing. And then, and then tell me how I could beat him up. It's, I need you to do that. So, the last clip I have on here is John talking about me going to his show on March 10th. Yeah. StutteringJohnLive.com is where you can get tickets, comment the Carlson, to see an evening 
with stuttering John Melendez. Still VIP tickets available for that? Yes. Okay, so you could go get your VIP tickets, meet and greet with Stuttering John, take a selfie. You know, it's really amazing to me, Carl. Yeah. That you have been so incredibly kind and generous Mm -hmm. because you've gone on so many other shows and plugged the URL to get tickets. I promote it every time. You have promoted it more than he has. Mm -hmm. I've never heard him say stutteringjohnlive.com. No. I've never heard him do the actual plugs. But here you are, his mortal fucking enemy, plugging it away. You plugged it on Drew and Mike. Mm -hmm. You plugged it, like you said, everywhere. I've heard you do it. Yeah. It's amazing. And the whole point of this thing for him, from what I understand and what we originally talked about, was for him to do something about the nostalgia aspects of his career. Right. To try Stories you've never heard before. To try to find an audience of people who enjoyed what he used to do so maybe he could somehow reconnect with that and maybe find a way forward. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, it's the roast of fucking Carl. <laughs> yeah, I know. It really changed, didn't it? Yeah. No, but it's not even the roast of Carl. The roast of Carl would be interesting. It's the roast of some random person. He's going to dress up in a dress <laughs> and effigy. Make fun of. Please, John, if you hear this, please get Grant. Yeah, Call my, Grant. yeah my brother. <laughs> please get Grant. That would be funny. That would be funny. But, but here's the deal, guys, and I'm going to just be on Front Street with it. I'm going to be as professional as I can. I am not involved with the planning of this show yes. as of last Friday. I have bowed out. I am fucking done. Okay, so this is what I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. Because when John announced that he was going to roast me and I wasn't allowed to be there, uh-huh. I said, fuck that, I will be there. If you're going to roast me, I w- you can roast me to my face. I will be there at the show. And Great. John's initial reaction was, fine, bring it on, I can't wait. But since that, he's been going on and going, I wouldn't do that. I'm not going to say why, but you know why. And I wouldn't do that if I were you. Well, Carl, you're uh, my guest. You're the guest of the club. Well, I'm glad you said that. So because come and enjoy the show. Watch this clip right here because he, John thinks that you're going to say something very different about this. Lady K says he's coming to Macho. Didn't you already do this and ask me this? Look, if he comes, he's disrespecting his friend then. Then he asked him not to come. So if he comes, uh, then I don't, you know, that's on him. I Here's the way I look at that. Yeah. John, you're disrespecting my friend. Yes, correct. <laughs> I've never told you how to live your life. I've never told you who to be friends with, who not to be friends with. This whole fucking yeah. thing has been maddening. Yeah, because he tells you and not to be my friend, which is the weirdest thing the adults don't do that. John did the same okay. thing to his poker buddy that he wasn't allowed to be Anthony Kumia's friend. Okay, so guys, <laughs> you don't have this control over people, John. Full disclosure: I'm just, I'm, I've got to get this shit. Wow, out. We're ha- it's happening. <laughs> End scene. <laughs> I have done everything I fucking can, Jenny, to keep this shit together and be professional and be kind and nice. I know. You I've have. tried to be respectful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am so done. I'm not going to get into the details of it, but I'm going to tell you guys this. If John is getting any help from his show, it's going to be from Cardiff Electric, mm-hmm. not Vinnie Paulino. Now, John is also this week on multiple occasions says he refuses to work with Cardiff. He, he's going to be a potato. So if you don't want to work with Cardiff. <laughs> John, you don't want to work John with literally Cardiff. said he won't have a meeting with Cardiff unless he can see Cardiff's face because he doesn't want to talk to a potato. You know, tough shit. I know the potato's great. We all love the potato. I but believe. What if it was a can of beer? Uh, what <laughs> he said to me, Vinny? How would you feel going into a business meeting with the potato? And I said, if I were you, I'd feel thankful. 
Because that's how you should feel. Correct. We tried to help you, dude. We, of anybody in this fucking Dabbleverse, you got the two nicest fucking people in it. No shit. To help you. To help you. And you For very them. little reward. You, no reward. None at all, I've actually. got nothing but grief. You've got nothing but grief for this. And you know what, dude? It and I've got fault. like three wins on the creep off for it, so I'm <laughs> loving it. This is great. And you know what, dude? It is my fault. I know. And it's, <laughs> it's I'm not arguing. It, 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 here's what it is, and I can only narrow it down from a movie quote, and I feel like a douche for saying it, but it's that fucking line from Jurassic Park. I spent so long trying to figure out if I could, I didn't stop to think if I should. <laughs> and I was like, by. "Yeah, well put." <laughs> I'm like, "We could, we could put on the show. This, this would be a thing. The Dabbleverse will fucking love this because how often." Uh, what, when are the Dabblers ever going to get an opportunity to just show up and go see John in person do a show? Right. I thought this would be a good thing for everybody. Sure. Maybe I misread the room. <laughs> Maybe you misunderstood. <laughs> Maybe I misread the room. How people feel about yeah. this. Aww. And I've been trying to be as professional as I can, and I will continue to be as professional as I can. But I'm telling you guys, I'm out of this business with this show with him. He could do whatever he wants to. But... The fact of the matter is you're trying to do a roast at a comedy club and you're going to not invite the person that you're roasting. That does not seem fair. It does not seem cool. It's, it's so, not going to work either. It's yeah, not going to be well, funny. You're just going to rip on some guy who's not me to his face? How is that even interesting? I, I'm not <laughs> taking... I, it might be interesting. <laughs> I don't Sorry. know. It's fucking bizarre. <laughs> John, I am not going to trash talk you. I'm not going to get into the details of everything that went down. It is much more than what you've said on the air. Yes. Um... Yeah, he, he likes to make it, it seem like it was just this one tweet that he put out that you no. got offended by. No. It's more no. than that. No, no, it is <laughs> yeah. way more than that. And he has apologized for it. But the problem is this. I saw the turbulent water. Yep. And I saw the water. And, and these were just decisions that he made. Things that the way he chose to deal with situations mm-hmm. that were so he unbelievable. He disrespected you. Incredibly much. your time. And I find that to be very rude. Yeah, and especially when I'm doing you literally charity work for you. Yes. So I'm not shitting on you, John. You have your show. I will not be taking your show away. I'm not canceling your show on you. I would not cancel your show because people bought tickets and they want to watch it. So mm-hmm. now, folks, what you are going to get is John. You are going to get an evening with John without all of the extra help that we were going to give him to try to make something bigger. And it's I'll tell you to make his show good from this point on. It's I'll on tell him. you what Vinny's contribution to DabbleCon was huge. You are our AV guy. We had so many video elements, so many things happening with the live podcast, with the Dabby Awards, and Vinny was on top of all of that. He knows that club inside and out. He knows all the equipment. And you're not even going to the show anymore, right? No, I'm going to go sit with you. Oh, okay, then we'll both go. That's cool. No, I'm going to sit in the back with you. <laughs> Very because cool. listen, dude, John, do your show. I hope. Wait, it you goes think I'm well. going to sit in the back? I wasn't funny. I no, I'm going to have to keep you away from the stage. Yeah. You got to stay away. Listen, here's the deal. <laughs> I trust you. Do you see how difficult it is to be your friend, John? Do you see how, how maddening this is? I just played the example of you with Richard Ojeda. The guy's just trying to get away from you, and you won't let him get away from you for your own selfish needs for him to say that your enemy is an asshole. Is he going to finish this sentence on this clip with, yeah. but they shouldn't show up there because I don't know what's going to happen? Let's find out, shall John? we? John? I'm going to clarify this for you because I said it to you on the phone and I said it to you on your show. Nobody listened when I said it. But, John, saying I don't know what's going to happen is a vague threat. It's, it's a, a threat. It's a threat. It is a threat. Yeah. There's, I asked a lawyer. I said, is this a threat? They're like, yes. So, John, you could say I'm not saying a specific threat. You're not John Gotti. You're not someone who can just make these vague fucking little things out there and not think that you – 
that you could seriously lose your mind and go crazy yeah. on people. I've had to be quiet because I'm trying not to be the person to blow this fucking show up. I hope everybody realizes that. I have been trying desperately not to blow this fucking thing up. Yep. And I am fucking up to here. Thank you for letting me get that off my chest. All right. Let's watch the rest of this. No, thanks. <laughs> I, I personally think he's making a mistake. Uh, let's just say I look forward to seeing him there. Oh, I'm not going to mix messages. I already told Vinny I don't think he should be there. But if he's gonna come, I don't. I don't even know if the. I don't even know if the place is going to let him come there. I don't think they will. Do not come. Do not come. All right, Johnny. So um, I hear you, buddy. Uh, I don't think the place is going to have a problem with you. Yeah, I, I, I go there every you're, week. You're, you're a welcome guest. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'll um, be a paying customer. Like and, I and honestly, John, don't fucking make these threats anymore. Fucking stop it. Mm-hmm. Just fucking stop. I was going to leave you alone, John. I was not going to interfere with your he show. He really at all. was. That's I, the thing. I couldn't wait to not go to your show. Honestly, that that's the thing that's so fucking mad. But he has to take it to the next fucking level, and he has to make this happen. Where I'm like, oh, well, I'm not just going to sit down the. Ro- I live a mile down the street. I'm not going to just sit here while you're ragging on some poor fucking guy. Probably my brother to his face. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what John's saying to Grant right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I've never dealt with the talent who did the things that he did Yeah, that I ever gave the time of day to again. Right. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. And I didn't draw first blood, John, in your terms. I didn't start a problem with you. I've been nothing but professional and kind. So if you want to come at me hard and you want to fucking call me out and you want to start a whole fucking thing, be my guest. But no, you did this, not me. Vinny has reached his breaking point, which is impressive because Vinny and I have been doing the creep off for three years now. And you've not gotten this upset with me. I have a fucking list for you, too, right now. <laughs> I believe that. I have a fucking list. <laughs> Vinny's like, we're going to talk about Suttering John on the show tomorrow, right? I'm like, no, of course not. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even, like, <laughs> I'm just fucking around. Um, yeah. Producer Chris. Yeah. June Diane Raphael. Mm. We used to talk about her quite a bit on this show because she is a comedy killer. And by that, I mean she kills comedy. She really is just a problem. I don't know what happened to her. I know Jen used to be a fan of hers, used to enjoy her stuff. Yeah, it's sad. Now, what's the show that she used to be on that you uh, used well, to watch? Was, well, How Did This Get Made used to be a really funny right. podcast. Yes. She's still on. They're still doing live They're shows. They're still doing that? Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? She plugged it on the podcast. Okay. To. Um, but she was on Grace and Frankie, which, you know, okay, but she wasn't a bad character on it. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also on the league once in a while. Once in a while, yeah. So, you know, her husband, obviously, a big part of the league. And uh, so I was checking out an episode of The Deep Dive, the most recent episode. And June and Raphael is so exhausting as a celebrity. She's unrelatable in every single way. And it's her and Jessica St. Clair on this show. And just the way that it starts off, no one can relate to this. Mm-mm. And they don't have a big audience. There's not a lot of people listening to this. And there's a good reason for that. Hi, Jessica. (laughs) June, friends, are you still exhausted from our shoot that we had on Tuesday? Because I am, and it's Thursday. (laughs) 
So I've not only am I exhausted from that, but I have to tell you, I am currently hungover. Are you exhausted from our shoot on Tuesday? Oh, I'm totally exhausted. I'm also, you know, I'm a little hungover. It's so obnoxious the way that these people converse. Like, that's not normal. Most people have very busy days every day. I'd like to know what the deal is with that opening music. It sounds like uh, a like a training video from like a <laughs> shitty store in the 90s. Are you ready to start your career with Arby's? <laughs> like, you'll start on the flight later. Yeah, what was that music? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a little bit too inspirational for me, especially the way that it starts off. It's just like, uh, I just can't today. Uh. These these people think they have real problems, and they don't. It's really fucking annoying. Also, the way that June talks, she thinks every word she says is so important. Listen to how she talks. No one else talks like this. I was did a show last night. Paul Shear hosted a beautiful, beautiful event. I was incredibly proud of my man. Yeah, my man. I was incredibly proud of my man because he he raised money for he the raised cruise. a shit ton of money. Yep. Yes, and it was a very large scale event. You know, anyway, so, so I was there from like three o'clock on. And so I was there for a long time and it was festive and the green room was so much fun. And it was just this yeah. lovely, lovely vibe. And why do you talk that way? <laughs> I had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, she's so in love with herself. Nobody talks like that. Is she drunk? She's no, she still she drunk. Sounds, she sounds drunk. Yes. That sounds she's like a not. drunk person. She thinks she's so interesting. That she has to talk like, oh, my man, he's so wonderful, so fucking sing-songy and obnoxious and annoying. She went on, though, after that to talk about more about uh, the poor gaffers and yeah. cameramen. So the crew so she's members. getting drunk on vodka sodas with a splash of crayon. Yep. I'm so While these poor people him. can't feed their families. Right. So she's raising money. They're raising money for these crew members because the actors are still on strike. And that means that all the people in that industry are not getting a paycheck right now. We, How fun. Yeah, for deep divers who like are thinking about what to do to help everybody who's out on strike. Like a lot of people are suffering, but these crew members who, you know, haven't worked in six months since May. Whose fault is that? You know, and they can't do anything else. It's not like That's for correct. us. For us, it's like oh, okay, we we could still do our podcast, or we could thank God. And when the writers went back, we could still write. They are thank God they're so talented and have so many different talents that, that they're able to keep working through the that strike. Was so incredibly, that was so rude. Yeah, they can't do anything. They else. can't do anything else. All they know how to do is just uh, hold that camera. They know place. how to bring me things and take pictures of me. Right. And if I'm not there, they can't do anything. These poor craft services people. They have no nothing else to do. I hope they poison time. her. I hope the craft <laughs> services. I know. I mean, it's not going to be good. This is insane. Is a, an enormous population in Los Angeles of people who are losing their homes, who are unable That's to right. pay We're for school, LA. who are leaving LA, who can't afford food, the basics. Oh These people can't afford food because you're not acting in your shitty TV show? How important do they think they are to the world? Well, I mean, not part of the nothing. problem. The, the studios are a big part of the problem here, sure. too. So it's not just their fault for holding out, but. What a shitty way to look at it. Yes. Yeah. So they need they need to save these people. It's so unrelatable. I can see why the show's not popular. I can't imagine middle America listening to this and being like, oh, I'm glad they're raising money for those crew members. I don't know. On strike. I was at the water cooler the other day. We were having a whole <laughs> yeah, conversation right. about her photo shoot last Tuesday. <laughs> That's fucking insane. 
So this is another thing that June got very emotional about at this event, this fundraiser they had to raise money for these poor people who can't fend for themselves in any single way. But she, but Andrew Savage asked the audience, she's like, can everybody who's in a union who works in our industry stand up? And so many people stood up and I I wanted to cry because it was like, what industry can you really say that about? She wanted to cry because there's so many union workers in film and in Hollywood, the same industry that looks for every way to not work with union workers. They film in Canada all the time. They they love going to Arizona and New Mexico. They love going places where they can get away from having to work with these fucking people. Film Vancouver, baby. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's so silly that she's sitting there looking at these people. I thought she was going to say, and we told every member of the union to stand up. And no one did because they couldn't afford it, a ticket to the event. <laughs> Could one of you standing get me another drink, please? <laughs> and she just tickles just <laughs> the ice. She slurps a straw so you can hear this. Yeah. We're into the microphone. Does anyone hear a problem? <laughs> someone top me off. Okay. okay. I forgot. We've covered this show before. But I totally forgot that they have the Deep Dive Academy. <laughs> so let's get into the promotion of that. Okay. Academy? And then we'll get into it. But I do want to take a minute just to say that if you're on the fence and you're like, God, I, I want to maybe try it out for two months. November and December in the Academy is a buzz like remember in harry potter when it was like the the holidays and they would have the banquets and the floating pumpkins and all that that's what's happening right now you know you let me put self-tanner on you and listen i do want to talk about this so jessica and i you've probably heard on the podcast if you're a longtime deep diver but we have had a long-running debate about tanning all right that took a turd right there she's like you got to join the Academy now. It's like magic, like in Harry Potter. I put on tanning lotion. I'd, I'd rather go to the Donda Academy, that fucking <laughs> crazy school Kanye West had, than this. <laughs> uh, so you, I couldn't make heads or tails of what the Academy actually I know. was. I So I, I had to do a little bit of a deep dive. Get it? Oh, hey. Into the deep dive. Got it. <laughs> into the deep dive Academy. Yeah. Turns out it's a year-long pass to Zoom tan. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. It might actually just be that. Well, let's see. They have a, a minute-long teaser video to get us all excited about this thing. Let's see what that's. At the Deep like. Dive Academy of Significance, our students learn a variety of disciplines. Fashion. Getting from there, so we. Oh, my vagina right now. You, you have a me. You have a higher vagina than me. Beauty. Is it a Why aren't you laughing right now, Jenny Jingles? Isn't this funny to women? Isn't this uh, no. really good comedy? She's talking about how the pants were penetrating her vagina. Oh, the pants were the problem. Mm-hmm. Pretty good stuff, huh? Yeah. It's high-waisted pants. Yeah. Mm. Producer Chris and I were riffing on that for 30 minutes today. <laughs> Beauty. Listen, is it a daytime look? I... <laughs> Maybe. And the culinary arts. You guys know how to hold a knife? Nope. Our esteemed faculty push the limits of academic excellence. Your sheets. And I got some of it. I'm not doing this. Incredibly upset by this. 
and research. We are about to put Justin in the cold tomorrow. Mother! All the way down. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Join us to earn your degree in significance. School is now in session. So it looks fake, right? It looks like it's all just a joke. It's not even a real thing. Because I'm watching that video, I go, oh, okay, they're pretending they have uh, a thing you can sign up for. Oh, shut up, Carl. I'm filling out my student loan application. (laughs) (laughs) But then you you scroll down and you see what these courses are. And they have like a book club and they Uh, have, I don't know. That looks awful. It's ridiculous. Significant design. So... All right, so I wanted to look up and see what is this going to cost. Yes, what yeah, is really? this cost? What, is what do we cost? have to do? So I went to the admissions page, enroll today. What's included with the enrollment, and uh, we get another video. Hello, I'm Ms. Jessica Saint Clair, and I'm Mrs. June Diane Rayfield, and, and welcome, welcome to the Deep Dive Academy of Significance. Now, if you are here at the academy, you are already a person of significance. But our goal with your You're still not laughing, Jen. What's going on? You're not listening? Or? I'm trying not to throw something through secrets. the screen. The Academy's mission statement is let us live, which means getting the most joy out of the clothes we wear, the food we eat, the shit we put on our faces, and the adventures upon which we embark. Now, we are not only your stern headmistresses, but we are also your fellow students learning alongside you. Each week during the semester, you will receive a lesson which we expect you to practice. Now, this is important, students. A life of significance can not only be learned about within these four walls of the academy. We will be taking your coursework to the students. Click the button above Ugh. to register and begin I get it. the admission process. School is now in session. As a woman, I would like a formal apology from the two of them. Yes. Carl, um, Wheel of Consequences? <laughs> yes! Yes! All right. Let's graduate. <laughs> let's see what you get for this thing. Every month, students will receive weekly lessons, which may include lifelong learners' lessons from our team of experts in style, beauty, cooking, organization, tablescaping, etc. Show and tell. Videos highlighting Jessica and June's latest obsessions. They are so self-important. Uh, field trip videos where June or Jessica take you along for an insane experience. Oh my gosh, Ast- astrology video forecast. She, of course, of course, there is. Uh, behind the scenes of their stupid podcast that no one fucking listens to. Great. Oh, this is the best. 10% off all of your deep dive merchandise. What's oh, neat. Merch? 10% off their merch. Great. So it's how much? It is nine bucks a month. Okay. For this academy. Now, I have to show you the funniest page on this website. When I saw this, I went, oh, this is, this is rich. So you go to their contact page, and they have an FAQ on there. I'm sure you're familiar with uh, FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions. So they get the question enough times, they go, let's just put the answer on our website so I have to keep responding to every email and submission form that comes through. They have one Frequently Asked Question. What is it? <laughs> What is your cancellation policy? (laughs) (laughs) It's the only frequently asked question. (laughs) How do I stop giving you money immediately? (laughs) Please, let's look up what this policy is. I I did look it up. Um, Month to month. Okay. 
Yeah, well, you can do both month to month or annual. Um, so if you do month to month, whenever you cancel, they won't bill you for the next month. But you lose access to the videos immediately. What? So they recommend if you are going to cancel, wait till the end of the month. Like get so your money's worth. So wait a minute. Worth. You paid for the month, then you cancel before the month's up, and they just cancel you anyway, even though you pre- and no refund. And no refund. And you no paid refund. for the whole month, though. Yeah. Well, you showed us you have no significance, so oh. that's what you get. That I kind of get just because of the logistics of it, figuring out how to prorate it for everyone. It's like, no, I'll just keep it your nine bucks. The fact that the anyone figured out no, any know, logistics but... for this at all. <laughs> I know. Is keep astounding. the nine bucks, but they should have access to everything till the end of the that's month. True. Okay, or the yeah, end that's true. Or the marking period, at least. <laughs> the marking period, yeah. Yeah, I, I should have access at least to the, the semester. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Oh, so let's so get back to the podcast. There's more stupid. of them promoting this stupid thing. Uh, oh, Kindy's here. I can't wait to hear her take on uh, <laughs> this. I'm sure she's going to love it. And then you put it, and then again, this is a, not a visual medium. You have to join the Academy. But during our styling segments with Abby about around the holiday and holiday party outfits, she cracked us wide open. Yeah. What she did was so subtle and so Parisian and so affordable and so accessible. It's truly changed my life. And then you stopped the segment and you said, I got to put a red lip on you. And I'd never done it before. And you put me into a place and I transformed. And now I'm in my red lip era. Imagine being this pompous that you're like, everyone should live their lives like I live my life. I'm going to charge them nine bucks to teach them how. This is basically what they're doing. I love how fucking Taylor Swift has every woman using the term era now. Yeah. I'm glad you picked up on that because she said red lip, meaning red lipstick. It's now my red lipstick era. Yeah. And guess what that turns into, Vinny? You've already guessed it. What we got to talk about, Taylor and Travis. I did not know that's what we had to talk about. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Vinny. Of course. (laughs) That's what everyone's talking about. Travis is getting fucked up tomorrow in Germany. That would be nice. That would be great. Fuck them up. (laughs) I'd be fine with that. I took a lot of screenshots of them. She and Travis was going to text you last night because I did a big deep dive on them. They are doing so great. I think about them all the time. I do, too. I was actually I actually said to myself today, I said, are you going to talk about Travis and and (laughs) and Taylor today? Like, are is it all you are they all we have? Kind of. If you're obsessed with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, you're a loser. That's a dumb thing. To be concerned about in life. I can't stop thinking about it. Uh, me too. I know. It's all I've been thinking about. I was going to send you these screenshots that I took of them. I would drive to your house <laughs> and punch you in the face. <laughs> if you started sending me screenshots of Travis Kelsey. And I, would, I would just punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I I hate this whole thing. What it's doing to football. I kind of laugh. Yeah. Because it is funny. All these people, these women who are trying to watch football have no idea what it is. Yeah. And are trying to With relate. With their Swift jerseys Cal- that they're wearing. Yeah. yeah. I think that's kind of funny. jerseys. I think it's kind of funny. But yeah. it's also maddening and stupid. So fuck off. Yeah. Thank God she's not fucking a Buffalo Bill. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh. You know, man. Don't even put it into the universe. If her and DeMar Hamlin got together, it's the end of football. Football just becomes a media circus bite at that your, point. Bite your tongue. <laughs> Who's the one that uh, Josh Allen's dating? Oh, I have no idea. She's da- he's dating the uh, the. I think her last actress. name's Steinfeld. Yeah, she was in the Steinfeld. <laughs> no, I think Steinfeld's not Jewish enough. Yeah, it's made up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my last name's Steinfeld. 
Berg. She was in what was she in? <laughs> she was in the trans one of the Transformers yes, movies. Yes, I she was, was in one of those. That. I think that oh. was the one with the they put the oil all over her face. I heard about earlier. Oh, yeah, that one. Did we just turn into deep time? What's happening? <laughs> What's going on with this show right now? I'm sorry, I introduced this. I'm material. just saying, Josh Allen's girlfriend's really hot. That's all I'm saying. I believe that. Haley, Haley Steinfeld. Yes. Got it. Well, he's a hell of a football player, Vinny. So no, he isn't, surprised. Carl. He's an interception machine, and he's done Highest shit. completion percentage in the league. He's number a, one. Well, he doesn't number have one. that after cover Tua of, played his cover game. Cover of Madden. Actually, Tua is now. Um, Josh was for uh, two days because they played on a Thursday, and then when Tua played on Sunday, he took that back. So sorry, Carl, to tell you. Speaking of uh, things that straight men say. I think sometimes what happens with the red lip is like women have gotten this message from straight men that like we look better without makeup or that we, it, we shouldn't wear makeup. No, nope. that's not that? what we're saying at all. She yeah. doesn't we're listen. saying you shouldn't talk. Yes. Makeup. Yes. Talk. No, <laughs> I can't be more specific than that. You know, man, I got to I got to wonder, is she even paying attention in these significance <laughs> classes? What is? <laughs> yeah, right. Am I going to be this dumb after I take this course? It's not good. All right, one more uh, clip on here because I know you guys need to know what her assessment is of Taylor and Travis's relationship. Is there a cute name for these two? I don't even know. I don't care. Should I know what that is? I hope it ends in a murder-suicide. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> and the thing that I'm loving so much about Travis and Taylor is he's into that red lip. He's coordinating to it. He's changing his wardrobe around it. The Chiefs have always been red and white, you retard. Do you notice that he's like wearing the same color as their red lipstick? The whole team yes. is wearing, wearing jerseys <laughs> yeah. to match Taylor's lipstick. What a he, good idea. Even Mahomes is into it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Only he's wearing the red. Fucking moron. Uh. I love that they're changing the jersey color just to celebrate this relationship. Well, love is a beautiful thing, guys. <laughs> I really, I hate that relationship so much. It's so obnoxious. There's no way it's real, too. It's completely fake. Unless I see them fucking, I will not believe that's a real relationship. (laughs) I need to see the sex tape come out or else I'm not buying it. Or just be there in person. Yeah, or yeah, or they come over. <laughs> Let's see some sex, guys. Yeah, pool table right here. When she dumps him, <laughs> yeah, and she does the song inevitably about what a piece of shit he is. Yep. Yeah, that's oh, coming. that's what I can't wait for. Is what all these little fucking idiots are burning their chief stuff. Is that's going to be a lot of fun? They don't have real chief stuff. The only thing they have are those sweatshirts. It's like I watch Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team. You're right. Ugh. Stupid. They want Super Bowls. Not anymore. Mm. That ship has sailed, Chiefs. Well, I shouldn't talk so soon. Shut up. Probably fucking win again. <laughs> All right. Speaking of super annoying people, I was checking in. It's been a little while. I was checking in on the Golden Hour. Familiar with this show? I, really? I remember vaguely. Chris D'Elia, Brendan yeah, Schaub, and Eric yeah. Griffin. Mm. Oh, Christ. This is what came out of the uh, I got a, I got a Chris the D'Elia disciple coming in a couple of weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll talk about that off the air. Okay. Yeah, I'll be interested to hear about that. So, fucking a lot of underage girls you meet at comedy stylings. Yeah, we got to be 21 or over this week. (laughs) Yeah, good idea. That's a pretty smart move. So, The Golden Hour is one of these shows where I guess it's considered comedy because they all laugh a lot. So, I assume that that makes it comedy. And what they do is they put the best joke of the episode at the very beginning to let you know that this is going to be a good one. Like, oh, okay, this has got some good jokes. So this is the very start of the Halloween episode of The Golden Hour. Chin, are you an 80s doctor? Or? Yeah, what are no, you? he's you fucking... Guys, dude, everyone else here guessed. He's either Miami Vice or... Yeah, there you go. 
But which character? Vice. <laughs> oh, Don yeah. Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I would well, think. It's, I was just thought yeah, of, you're like, not the black guy. I thought it was Why like not? the Korean remake of Miami Vice, you know? <laughs> it's yeah, actually, yeah, you know, yeah. Ross. Miami Rice. Miami Rice. <laughs> 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 To be the title. Miami Rice. <laughs> <Miami Rice. laughs> so, not a terrible joke, but one that you could get a quick reaction to and then move on. It was a fine joke, it's I fine. guess. It's fine. It was good timing. It was the right time to say it. Yeah. They made it the name of this episode and they had to put it at the very beginning of the episode to let you know how crazy good the show is. That's the best joke of the show. So I, I see that and I go, ah, that's probably not going to be I a good hate one. that format because I feel like it would be a terrible thing applied to your real life. If every day you woke up and you saw the best part of your day first thing in the morning, <laughs> yeah, right. you would, everybody would hang themselves. <laughs> yes. That's all downhill from like, here. Oh, a blueberry muffin is the best part of my day today. I'm what also that. shows zero confidence in your show that you have to be like, guess what, guys? Good stuff's coming up. We, we promise you there's going to be some good stuff. Hope he does the same thing, by the way. He does that stupid thing where it's like, coming up. Oh, so it is completely retarded. It is, completely. So you notice that everyone's dressed up for Halloween. It's funny because when we filled in for Anthony on Halloween, E-Rock gave both Eric and me instructions, dress accordingly. It's Halloween. And Eric and I both showed up without any costumes on because we're grown adults. We don't wear costumes on Uh Halloween. Uh We're adult men. Uh Not these retards. They're all dressed up. And it turns out Eric Griffin is poor. Now, it just so happens that I remember the last time we talked about the Golden Hour, I think it was around Halloween last year, and I saw Eric Griffin wearing his Fred Flintstone costume. And this year? <laughs> like this one here? I wore last year, but we didn't go out. So this is the first time oh, this has I been know. out. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember, yeah. yeah. You should let me buy that. yabba dabba <laughs> So I know their views are down since Theo Fawn left the show. I guess they don't have it in the budget to get Eric a new costume for Halloween. So he has to wear the same one from <laughs> last year. But at least that Yabba Dabba Doo was convincing. He may have worn it a few times in between just on laundry day. <laughs> <laughs> yabba Dabba Ew. Ugh. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, I'll leave. <laughs> All right, I'll see myself out. All right, I'll, I'll save you. I'll save you because Brendan Schaub comes up with a hilarious <laughs> joke here. That you're going to love because they're talking about trick-or-treating. You know, they're all dressed up. They're grown men. That's a that's a funny scenario, right? These guys going trick-or-treating. No. Oh, well, wait till Brendan Schaub gets to uh, get his two cents in on it. Cool. Are you guys going to trick-or-treat around your neighborhood? Solo. Just like that? That's no, not um, creepy at all. <laughs> hey, trick-or-treat. No, um, I am. Imagine. You guys no. got any full-size bars no, because, in there? Because you open the door like this thinking it's a kid, and then you're like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, your costume's oh. so good, dude. This show is enraging. Everyone is just swinging for the fences nonstop. Nothing ever lands except for Miami Rice. It's the only thing that landed the whole episode. And the fact that Brendan Schaub thinks that just saying full-size candy bars is a joke you're going to go trick or treat, what are you going to be like, oh, give me those full-size bars? What? It's a good costume, though. Look at it. Look at it. Oh, he's very happy with the costume. A very good costume. It's Brendan great. Schaub is obsessed with this costume. He's, he talks to him about it nonstop throughout this. He spent $200 on it. They're oh. like, whoa! Good content. Good stuff. Wow! Don't you know you have some legal fees coming up? You might want to save your money. <laughs> <laughs> but, are, are the police looking for you? Is that why you're wearing that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, all right, so I just want to reiterate something that I've been saying a lot lately, and that is that L.A. is a shithole. Mm-hmm. If you live in Los Angeles, what are you doing? It's a shithole, and I have some evidence of that right here. 
Can we can we just give it up? We're we're lucky that uh, Nick's with us today. Nick oh. was shot at last night, Dude, straight in up. his sleep. And yeah. I think you know who did it, and you don't want to tell us. <laughs> I don't want to poke the bear. But yeah, there's my <laughs> there's my window. Wow, I mean, so right above where you're sleeping, man. Jesus. Hey, not a terrible is, way to go. Though. And you found the bullet too, which is this is scary, dude. Yeah, really we're making scary. jokes, but this is like who's making jokes? I didn't hear any jokes. No, no. Come on, guys, you trick or treat your way, <laughs> Eric. Good news, you're not making jokes about it. But literally, a bullet flew into his bedroom while he was sleeping, and he lives near Silver Lake. It's not like he lives in the ghetto Jesus. or something like that. Yeah, that's that's L.A. for you. What a nice place. There's another attempt at humor here that makes zero sense. Well, this is how you gentrify a neighborhood. You <laughs> fire bullets into like the, the, the what do you mean the poor the poor homes. You just yeah, you scare away. So they go, I gotta move. Was it, but it was, a, it was a know, 22. A That's how you gentrify the neighborhood by shooting holes in the windows. Just the opposite, Eric. That doesn't make any. I, I like that even Chris Lee goes. What do you mean? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? It's not. <laughs> That's how you gentrify the neighborhood, is it? That's not the case at, at all. No. Okay. So then they talk seriously to each other, and they're talking about how, you know, he had to call the cops, and, and the cops came over, and the cops weren't any help. But I thought this was kind of funny. They Can actually they got there relatively quick, quick, which I was surprised, but he didn't do anything. Uh, he, he was a Theo fan, uh, so That's he did cool. a little oh, wow. extra investigation. All right. How funny is yeah, that? Yeah, he was asking, where's Theo? Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> so when's the last time you've seen Theo? How is he funny. coming back? <laughs> Theo Vaughn, the guy who got the fuck off this show and away from these retards. And the cop shows up, he's just like, oh, you know Theo Vaughn? Can you get an autograph for me or something? <laughs> and these guys have to sit there and be like, oh, okay, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, he's pretty funny. I like him too. All right. So Chris D'Elia here is going to explain that he does not watch comedy podcasts. Never does he sit down and watch a comedy podcast. If he were to check out podcasts, he explains what he would check out. Uh, that's I don't want shit. I was just thinking about this. Somebody was saying, who was it? Gary Owen? I can't remember. I was look. I saw an Instagram video, and he was like, I watch so many podcasts, and I was like, whoa. You have too much time. I, don't, I didn't think I, of comics. I get maybe two podcasts a week while I'm driving. Only uh-huh. when I'm driving. Oh, right, yeah, you I listen, listen, right? Yeah, yeah but people listen I don't to listen a lot of different types of podcasts. No, 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 I know. It's not, not you know necessarily I mean? a comedy yeah. podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what made me think of. I'm like, well, I don't listen to any. I don't listen to any comedy podcasts. Right, okay. Nobody else's. Yeah, I don't, I don't listen, I mean, to, I don't listen podcasts. to I don't listen to any. But but if I was going to, it would be like a murder one or something. Right. Oh, well, if you like true crime, we have a, a creep-off episode. I'll send him a free copy of our bonus episode yeah. we did about him. I'll send we, it right over. We inducted Chris Lee into the Creep-Off Hall of Fame. That was a fun episode. I'd be happy to send that to him. He wants to check that out. I honestly thought he was going to say I'd watch, like, Teenage Girls makeup tutorials. Is yeah. What I thought he'd be in. I think that's what he's actually Roblox, watching. something like that. How funny is it that these two guys who cannot put a joke together and do not understand how formats work or anything... Brendan Schaub and Chris Lee are both like, I've never watched any other comedy shows. But you should. Well, it's interesting because you're making to. one. You're on one. Maybe yeah. you should. Maybe you should they, see what other people are doing and see yeah. how to do it correctly because yeah. you're terrible at this. Yeah, that's why they think they're doing swimmingly. Right. Because they're not watching and seeing, oh, other people actually have formats and they don't talk over each other. And when they make jokes, they land. What? And Fred Flintstone's like, you know, there's a variety of subjects out there. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Listen to uh, Eric Griffin for once. So... This is what I'm talking about. When you don't watch other shows and you think that what you're doing is great, as Chris D'Elia does, you bring up the worst conversation starters possible. This is the kind of shit that I would hear if I was sitting around at the water cooler. Like, I could hear this kind of conversation if I just went to work and talked to my coworkers. I could not. I can't remember a time 
that it was harder for me to wake up than today. Today, I couldn't wake up, dude. You think you were in REM sleep and just... <laughs> Maybe. I woke up and Calvin was just like singing a song. Kristen was getting ready. And because Calvin was in our bed, you know, we wake up and he's... Did, did your kids do that, by the way? Tiger will. He'll jump in. So every night or what? No. How, how often? Once a month. Oh, fuck. That's fascinating. Please go on. If I was walking out of a desert and I was dying of thirst and there was a water cooler at the edge of the desert and there were people around it having this conversation, yeah. I turn around and go back into the desert. <laughs> fuck you all. And also, did he when he goes, uh, was it REM sleep? Did he go, yeah, and he was singing a song? Did he, was, did he think oh, he was I, talking about the band? I missed that. Did they, he think he was talking about night swimming? What probably, the fuck? Yes. Is they did put a man on the moon, actually. It's... Oh, Jesus. I hate him so Can much. you imagine that conversation? Dude, dude, bro. I, just, I couldn't wake up this morning, bro. Dude, bro, bro. I'm so tired this morning, bro. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Go back to sleep, Go asshole. back to sleep. And then it gets even worse. So this is a, a longer clip. But I think this really captures the essence of what this show is. I don't know why it has any viewers at all. I'm glad to see their numbers are declining because they don't deserve viewers when this is the content that they're putting out. When you think about movies, yeah. now it's like, oh, I got to watch this on Paramount, Netflix, or something like that. Because who wants to sit? If it's something that you're not so interested in, can you? I can't even imagine going to the theater. No, you're not driving no. like this, the, this new uh, DiCaprio movie. I'll go yeah. to the theater Shit for that. It's three hours. Yeah, but oh, it's too long, dude. It's three hours. But here, okay, so, all right, let's just say, I'd like to go see that movie in the theater. But then I hear it's three and a half hours. It's three and a half hours. Yeah. I think, well, I have to wait to come home. I, I, what if I want to pause it and get something to eat and fucking... I don't want to sit in the theater for three and a half hours. If you go to a 7 o'clock movie with previews, you're about... You're going to get home around you're home 11. home at 3.30 a.m. Yeah, your night's over. It's four hours. But you got to pee. You got to miss some of it. Like... I, I, Am I crazy? No, oh, I, yeah. I feel like it's a it's the mentality has changed. Because I'm forty, I'm also I'm forty three. I'm not twenty two. But if you know, if I'm thinking of it, twenty two, twenty two is like nobody, nobody's gonna. Dude, see. I love a good movie though. I'm all about sitting in a movie watching a good movie. But, but it's like three it's, everything's hours, different now. But dude, the freaking the last Batman movie was three hours. I okay, so shit was popping, hold on. Though. I can do three hours if I really want to, but three and a half, bro. That's almost four hours. Well, first of all, it is because oh now they, they show previews. minimum 20 minutes. Of Bro. Preview. Four hours. I don't do anything <laughs> for four hours. Yeah. Hey, you know what, guys? This right here, this rambling, boring conversation containing already made before observations, this could be a podcast. You know, guys, the movie's three and a half hours long. My date doesn't have that kind of attention span. What am I going to do? I'm gonna sit there. She's be on TikTok. I'm trying to watch a movie. <laughs> you can't jangle keys at her in the movie theater. Carl, there was never a better time to bring back that drop. I know. Because when I'm watching that, I'm like, holy shit, this is what Family Guy was talking about. Every group of friends sit around and have this mundane conversation. And they might think for a second, hey, maybe this would be interesting for other people to hear. And they're wrong. These assholes are actually doing it. They're convinced. They're convinced it's interesting for people. Ah, three hours, sure, but three and a half? I I love Brendan Schaub's um, participation in in the conversation, too. Batman movie was three hours. That was popping. Thanks. I like how they were kind of doing a lesson on how to tell time. Well, three hours is fine. Three and a half hours? That's almost four hours. That's almost four hours. And four is almost five. (laughs) Let's go. I'm convinced you could do a segment on this show every week. I agree with you. It's so obnoxious. This is really bad. It's so so bad. You know what's not bad is the Isotope's new album, Fireworks Factory. Troy Smith did the artwork for it. I saw him in our chat. Earlier, thank you very much, Troy. Hi, Troy. For that, I'll put the link in the show notes. 
You can check it out on Bandcamp. Ten new songs from the Isotopes. Uh, check that out. We'd appreciate you guys supporting the band if you can. Guys, what have we done today? We've done it all. We talked about Fart Mouth. We talked about Irrational Moms. We started a new song parody contest. Yeah. Holiday-themed songs. Banana Bag was in there for a little bit. Stuttering John is bad at being a friend. The Deep Dive is obnoxious and pompous. The Golden Hour is enragingly bad. So you know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. And that is, of course, the This is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts? Because if there's one thing I know, it's radio. And radio loves a good tease. And that's what we do here. Now, in a radio tease, they'll say after the break, for me, I say in four days. Just in four short days, you can check us out again, and we'll be talking about this. Ready in Chemesh, Alba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, him thongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at? Christina P. This is what the fuck I'm talking about. Kim Congdon and my girl Sarah Weinshek. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're here, bitch. I'm so pumped you guys are here. Oh, let me. Uh, Comedy Club on State, Madison Jizz Conson. I don't know if there's tickets left. Uh, buy them. And I'm going to announce some more shit uh, next year coming up, too. I'll be going back to Canada. I'm so pumped about that. Well, that narrows it down. Christina P. hosts the show. She looks familiar. Yeah, so she is Tom Segura's wife. Not because of that. They but. do your mom's house together. Um, she's done comedy specials. Has she been in TV shows and things? She know. might have been. She, she was nice. just at Healing in Buffalo yeah. like a month or so ago. Okay, very good. Well, seeing this, I miss Fart Mouth already. Where My Mom's At is the show that we'll be checking out on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts? Who knows? Maybe it'll be the one that we enjoy. Guys, I'm sorry. We're not catching an alien today. Mm-hmm. Cardiff. Cardiff. I know. Cardiff did not have time to put that together for us. But producer Chris was able to put together a net news segment for us. Internet news. Filling in for Lucy Tightbox this week is correspondent that broad. From Patreon, all crap warns, don't count on Nagel. Every time it's a sudden family thing with him. Eric replies, yes, once. So that means every time. Sleepner, Eric's rants were so good. It's so fun to watch, or more like not watch, late night shows burn to the ground. Top shelf episode. SSD opines, salted watermelon is delicious. Same vibe as prosciutto and melon, but that changes nothing. Bob and Sherry still suck. Yikesies. Dang lizard. I was talking to my neighbor Sandy and I asked her, have you heard about this new fake Gary that calls in to WATP? And she said, yes. 
The only thing more exciting than a Gary in San Diego voicemail is someone pretending to be Gary leaving a voicemail. From YouTube, Back for Blood certainly is, with congratulations to E-Rock, by the way, on the success of his biopic starring Brendan Fraser. Q-Crew notes, Opie's streak of making no money is hitting seven years now. Robbie C. <laughs> fantasizes, I just wish Opie had an ounce of self-awareness. I don't want to dislike him, but he makes it so easy. Home Kitty, Opie has to be a little bit of a sped if he honestly just hears laughing and takes that to mean funny moment. City Pop FM, good lord, I hope we get some WATP episodes on this comedy shaman guy. He's going places. Run Daz, more Nagel. No one has ever said it, but I'm saying it. More Nagel. AB223 points out, fat guys who constantly quote Golden Era Simpsons are totally cool and not hacks. Mountain Man claims, Stuttering John is a big, tough guy talking to his laptop in his divorced dad apartment. David Dominici, <laughs> Drunk, stupid, and cowardly is no way to go through life, John. Nefarious V suggests, Carl and Shuli should sit in the balcony like Statler and Waldorf on The Muppet Show and do a live point dabble point episode right in front of Stutcho Pinocchio. <laughs> Shellback's Club asks, Why did he cut his hair? He went through that whole awkward Ben Franklin stage for nothing? And from Facebook, Rajveer Sahota stirs things up with Tukey sucks I like him less than a friend Sam O'Brien I love Tukey Brett Stevens I can't decide who's worse between Tukey and Hackride I'm leaning Hackride Ed G. Lord I'm kooky for Tukey Benjamin F. Cohen Tukey plus Ralph equals funny Rife Wentis demands what has he brought to the Dabbleverse and David Michael plays us out with joy boys and girls well correspondent that broad's got some rage didn't know she was making a comeback this week. It was so nice to hear from her. I it love was. Lucy, but it's yeah. nice to hear from that broad. It was very nice. And uh, Eric Nagel is here. He shows up when he's not on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and he wrote, I didn't want you in costumes, dummy. All right. Okay. All, right. All right. If you say so. Hi, E-Rock. Listen, if I want to be called a dummy, I'll bring on Cunty Kindy over here. <laughs> hey, Kindy. Rip and Rolla. <laughs> What's going on, Kindy? How you been? How much? How are you guys? Did you check out the the deep dive segment we did today? Yeah, that was terrible. Are you a fan was... of June Diane Raphael at all? I'm not a fan of women in general. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what are you a fan of? I'm with her. What What are you a fan of, Kitty? Let's list some interests here. Apparently, the show. I think that's okay. about it. I hate watch. Okay. <laughs> I see you, you brought your. Uh, it's nice that you brought your other half today, the one with all the uh, looks and talent. <laughs> Oh, it's nice to be Thanks, here. Pindy. Oh, sorry, John. <laughs> Vinny, you're more of his other two thirds. I see what she did there. Yeah. yeah, it's not so funny when she's ragging on you, is it? <laughs> you, you're I love a you, huge fan of candy oh, until she you calls too. you fat. More like unkindy. <laughs> oh, got you there. I love you too, Kindy. Kindy, do we have any uh, new reviews you can read for us? Yeah, there's a couple. Okay. Um, they're both from two days ago. This one is by Kayla Rose. It's called J.C. Penny shirts. Way too many J.C. Penny shirts in this show. Hmm. I'm going to guess that that is a uh, yeah. Eric Nagel saying hi to Penny. I'm going to guess that that is a uh, five star review, Kimmy. That's right. Excellent. Thank and you very much. Next is by I think it's Kevo Zebo. Uh, it's called What a Bunch of Ha Ha Hacks. Step under a ladder. Fuck your mom's bladder. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that one. <laughs> it's true, though. It is true. Uh, is that a five-star review? Uh, yeah, it is. Nice. T- 
two five star reviews. What do you think about that? Your average is still 3.1, just oh. so you know. All right, well. <laughs> there was a time. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, it's so funny because there really was. I know There was say. a time when we had, I think, a thousand more one star reviews than we had five star reviews. So we've really made a comeback I, yeah. here. Somehow That's we've true. actually had more five star. Do you, do you know the actual count? Five star versus one star? Can you look that up? I'm not uh, sure. I see. Why do you look that up? It's, it's slightly more. Okay. They're hard to tell. Yeah. It's it's head to head. The numbers aren't there. It's just a graph. Okay. Well, but... please keep giving us those five star reviews. Uh, is it on Apple Podcast you're looking at? Yeah. Okay. That'll probably go away at some point. Apple sucks. Hank yeah. Moody says Kindy is adorable. There's no complimenting Aww. review girls on this show, sir. Thank you, Hank. No. It's going to go right to her head. I can't have that. All right. We got some voicemails. Tom Myers calling into the show. Oh, geez. I'm listening to your voicemail segment. What's with all these wetbacks calling in? Am I right? Anyway, this is Tom Myers. You're only a racist listener. <laughs> Tom Myers, that's wildly inappropriate. We have a lot of Mexicans listening to the show. They're going to be offended by that. Please don't call in with that stuff ever again. Do I sometimes scream a question to get an affirmative answer? Yes. Do I scream another one to establish a pattern? Yes. Am I about to flip it on you with the next question for impact? Yes. Do I think anyone knows that I'm doing this? No. Anyway, that's a format um, John likes a lot. Keep an eye out for it. Okay. On the last show, I think I talked about how we have uh, Spanish-speaking people in the audience, and John tries to do that uh, you're my bitch thing that he – Pronounces all wrong, so we got some reactions from people on the hats. You're my pair. Yep. I'm not just Mexican, but I'm I'm half Spaniard, so I know how to speak Spanish. And I think that Don is saying you are my pair, as in a fruit. So yeah. basically, I think what he's doing, he's projecting because, like, yeah, my kid is a fruit, so. You are my, you are a fruit too, right? <laughs> That's what I think. But yeah, and also, uh, perra, come on, just say tú eres mi puta, you know. But anyways, um, love the show, love Carl and love Chris the most, and Andy's okay. Uh, oh yeah, thank you, thank you, bye. Um, Kindy, I saw you nodding your head. Do you speak Spanish as well? No, but I was curious, so I looked it up, and because I know punta means bitch, so I, I was like, I wasn't sure why he was saying para, but it's just female dog, like <laughs> yeah. which does technically mean bitch, but Such don't think idiot. it's the right one. No, it definitely is not. It's how that translates. I hate him so much. Yeah, he's pretty hateable. <laughs> That's <sighs> stuttering, John. It's pretty difficult to deal with. So we've learned. Stucho got us all together, even Kindy on the same page. Isn't that wow. amazing? That is true. That's Look true. at that. Bringing people together. Actually, Kindy is just par for the course. It's just someone else to add to the list that she hates. <laughs> wow. Nothing yeah. has changed. You might be right Kindy. about that. He saw right through me. <laughs> Everything's falling apart with, you know, the Rochester show and everything. I was really holding out for like a big fallout, like mm-hmm. a climax. Yeah, it's coming. Like the Rochester screw job. That yeah. kind of thing. Like, I wanted you to just walk out on stage, pretend you weren't coming the whole time, and then just bomb him. Yeah. Mm. Well, we'll see. Mm. <laughs> we'll see what happens. It should be fun. Mm. It's a long way to go. It should be a fun weekend. I'm a, I, uh, 
I never really thought of calling it the Rochester screw job, but that's I'm surprised. Yeah. Really. Not bad. I, I am a heel by nature. Yeah. Hey Carl and uh and guest host for this week. You know, um I was listening to the Horn Dogs episode and you know, I don't know what it was about that dog barking, but it really pissed off my uh my German shepherd. He started barking and growling, and I think I heard him say the F slur. I don't know. I, I was really shocked. And, you know, those are really smart dogs, but, you know, don't call me back. Sounds like a pretty funny dog, if you ask me. <laughs> Let's book him. <laughs> Let's book him next time Tukey's on. <laughs> All right. Here is a fan of Lucy Tightbox. Hey, on last episode, Lucy Tightbox said that uh, she is happy in her body, and I would like it to be noted that I would also be very happy in her body. Thanks. Don't call me back. She prefers a crier, sir, but (laughs) I'll uh, definitely let her know. No problem at all. You know, uh, Matt, the dog show, I forgot the the name, but, you know, they had some pretty uh, interesting insight about Taylor Swift being the Antichrist. That's a really interesting insight. And I wasn't, I was kind of not expecting that after they had told the story about his asshole getting fingered. You know, you'd think that he'd be, uh, you know, going, yes, queen, after, after, you know, realizing that Taylor <laughs> Swift is a, a devil incarnate, a toothless hag. Maybe not that, but you know. Well, you get the point. <laughs> yes, queen. <laughs> Toothless hag. Probably not that part. Yeah, probably not. I call her a red-lipped Jezebel myself. That's right. All right. A lot of reactions to horn dogs. Here's a gay listener reacting to it. Hey, Carl. It's your only gay listener, probably. Um, I'm just listening to that horn dogs podcast. Uh, episode and I just have to say the straight one definitely wants to fuck the gay one the straight one is not straight he's laughing at all the terrible jokes that the gay one is putting out there and as a gay man I am offended okay thanks bye the straight one (laughs) you know the straight one that sucks dick that one (laughs) Okay. You know that he was on the other end of the phone going, the straight one. <laughs> well, yeah, probably. Finger cool. The one who dabbles. Probably, yes. All right. We have a Gary from San Diego clone calling into the show. Hey, Carl. Gary from San Diego. So I was talking to my neighbor Sandy earlier today, and she started crying again. And I said, Sandy, why are you crying? And she said, well... It's because you aren't the real Gary, Gary. I said, Sandy, <laughs> what do you mean? Of course I'm the real Gary. And she said, no, you're not. Remember that time you cloned yourself so you wouldn't have to go to the Bellagio with Judy and could just stay around here and check up on Stuttering John? Well, you're one of the clones, Gary. And there are more clones, too. And they keep calling Carl. And I said... You know what, Sandy? I think you're right. Can't have this getting out. And I strangled her there in the kitchen. (laughs) Well, okay. I got to go take care of Judy now. Rock and roll up. The moral of the story is do not clone yourself. It might seem like a good idea at the time, but bad things can happen. It's no shortcut at all. (laughs) No, it's not. 
You know, I call a lot, but I got to add something. That clip with the Elon Musk and the pizza noises, that's obviously uh, doctored, doctored uh, video. No. It, the the noises of the squashing, that's got to be the, the guy from the dog show with the fingers <laughs> up his butt, right? I mean, I, I don't – I'm on the Patreon, but I – I don't like to watch the show because there's a lot of disgusting stuff. I'm really glad I missed this one on YouTube. So, uh, yeah, well, that's uh, doctor footage. You guys are assholes. Bye. It was not doctored. For some reason, they were really eating pizza in the middle of the Joe Rogan experience. I'm not sure why. And they had to chew so close to the microphone, too. It was actually grosser than horned dogs. Yeah, it was. I like this guy. He goes, I don't watch because it's too much gross stuff. No, they were just describing all the sex acts. They weren't actually doing them. I didn't actually have dudes putting fingers in his butt during the show that I'm aware of. I don't know. Didn't seem that way. Didn't you make me watch a video of a dude getting fucked in the butthole behind a curtain on YouTube a couple months ago? It had nothing to do with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that was our slumber party. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> it wasn't on YouTube. That was fucking weird, Carl. That was a weird day. I'm learning a lot today about boy slumber parties. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you are. All right. They're a lot like the girls' ones. Once we're done practice kissing, then we do the. <laughs> <laughs> we do the. Then we put makeup on each other. Open your mouth and close your eyes. <laughs> All right. So I get home from. Oh, we were going to talk about how Tim Dillon's opener sucked. So I have a theory. Who was it? I, you they, know, didn't, they never announced his name. They didn't because the guy said. New York Center. No. Yeah. Yeah, he goes, he goes a, from, from New York New Center. York's Setter. <laughs> yeah. And then he just never said anything else when the comic came out, so we don't know what his name is. And huh. he was so bad, and I'm convinced, and I've been saying this since Chad Zumach opens for some pretty big comics down in Florida. I am convinced that big headliners like Tim Dillon, who aren't going to sell a single extra ticket if they had a good opener, get the worst one possible so they seem way funnier by comparison. Okay, I don't think that. Here's what I think they go for, and mm-hmm. it ends up being a problem. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I you've told me this a million I've times. I've seen it so many times; it's insane. Every major headliner that I know of that ends up with really shitty openers are ones who try to book somebody different from them. Okay. So what happens is you go in expecting to see like a Tim Dillon style show, but he doesn't want anybody who's his style opening sure. for him. Makes sense because then it doesn't. You know, we, we saw Seinfeld in Vegas and Alonzo Bowden open. He's fantastic. Yeah. So like, I'm just saying that they generally try to go for different somebody that's a yep. different style. And sometimes when you're going to see Tim Dillon and you have someone in front of them whose style is very different. Generally, it does turn it off the audience. It wasn't just a style thing. Okay, it, it well, was, the guy probably sucked. I'm not just that dude. Sucked. He was so nervous. He's he's like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like a drug addict. You know what I mean? That's like, a big room too. Yeah, big that's room a to big, bomb. big room. It's a big room to bomb in. Yes, mm. it was not good. Keep it going for that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's just say that uh, Tim Dillon was a breath of fresh air. Oh, that was the other thing too. This comic, he's from New York City. And so he goes in there with the idea that Rochester's a shithole and everyone who lives there thinks that they live in a shithole. So one of the first things he says, he's just like, yeah, so I'm from New York. Who wants to come back with me? And people just started booing. I'm like, no, we don't want to go. New York fucking blows. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Go now. Yeah, I love the people think they're like, I live in New York City. Like, I could too if I was retarded. <laughs> anyway. I really hate when openers take that route. Yeah. It's yeah. so stupid. It's like we all live here. Yeah, like. It's not going to work. I mean, you can get a couple jabs and it can be fun. Oh, Tim Dillon actually had a good garbage plate joke. I've heard every comics garbage plate joke. Every single one of them makes the the same joke. All right. And I'll, I'll paraphrase. It's not going to hit as, as well as Tim's did. 
But he goes, uh, the garbage plate is just a plastic plate with whatever you could afford on top of it. He goes, it's the, it's the I only. I have not heard that variation of it. It's the only meal that's cooked by a raccoon. Okay. <laughs> that's, okay that's pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't bad. I liked him, Dylan. He's funny. He's a yeah. funny guy. All right. All of that to set up this next voicemail. This is Gary in San Diego. This is his worst voicemail ever. <laughs> and so Jen and I get back from Tim Dillon and listen to the voicemails last night. And Jen said, no, don't play this one. And I said, no, I want to play it and tell him to do better. Because I know he could do better than this. So this, I'm shaming him for this voicemail. Hey, Sandy, you're back in Rancho Bernardo. Uh, what's up? I heard you got a big surprise. Oh, yes, I do. How about this? How about if you... And Judy and me all go to Rochester on March 10th to see Stuttering John. Uh, that's a little problematic. I think you forgot Judy and I are going to go to the Emmys that day on March 10th. That's the Emmys. It'll be our third year in a row. Wow. And I don't think Judy likes Stuttering John anymore. What do you say, Judy? I love Cardiff, but I just detest that Stuttering John. That man is disgusting. Yeah, he's a little too profane for Judy. I've got to leave the room every time I start to listen to that podcast. She won't put up with it. Uh, I got an idea, though. What if I call the uh, casino host at the Bellagio and uh, get us a room for New Year's Eve, a suite for a couple days before New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, and we could all go to Bellagio. It's a short ride. And by the way, uh, Rochester's, 4,500 miles by plane, Vegas, 280 miles one way. It's a no-brainer. What do you say, Sandy? Oh, my gosh, that sounds good to me. Hey, Judy, you want to play some poker when we go? Yeah, Judy loves poker. Okay. Uh, Anyway, I'm going to say everybody's favorite catchphrase, rock and roll what the fuck? They're trying out skits now. Yeah. Uh, Gary, p- producer Chris here. Uh, you're mad with power, yes. sir. <laughs> this is like Saturday Night Live style skit comedy. Like, where are we going with this? What's happening right now? But let's make sure it doesn't end. Yeah, you could do better, Gary. Is my point. So, am I to assume that he's gonna menage with Gary, <laughs> Gary, Judy, and Sandy New Year's Eve at the Bellagio? I think that was implied. Yeah, it sounds like it's not the first. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Why do you think Sandy's crying all the time? Rock and Rolla. <laughs> Rock and Rolla. Hey, Carl. I've been stroking it to Lucy Typebox's sultry voice, just like probably most of the other listeners. But I refuse to look her up. I've learned after all these review girls and guys, can't look them up. I mean, she's from Rochester, I'm guessing. They had tattoos. Kind of skanky, missing the two of the two. So, Lucy, will be. read the net news on when you're the, live. Okay, thank you. The good news with Lucy is they're in the back, the missing <laughs> ones. She's one of our good ones we have. Yeah, that is very true. Hey, Carl, the other day on the podcast, you said that uh, if anybody had any ideas about stuttering John, you felt that you should get a cut of the action. So I figured before I greenlit this uh, idea I had, I'd, I'd check in with you and see if you're okay with it. So I'm thinking what I'm going to do is just read his book on a uh, public channel for free. And uh, just to make sure I don't get any type of copyright trouble, after every single sentence, I'll call his kids a slur. So um, just let me know what you think of that idea. It's transformative. And uh, if you green light it, I've already looked up some really good slurs. So we're okay. in business. Thank wow. you. Bye. 
Sounds good. Yeah. Best guy, idea yet. Guy's all business. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, it's right to the pitch. I like that. I wouldn't plan on keeping your Patreon up very formalities. long. <laughs> Nick Tucker saying, Kindy and Jen are hot and Lucy. Carl has gold these days. Aw. Milwaukee boy. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, Jen is hot. Jen I don't know why hot. she's with you. What are you talking about? She's so much better. It's my charm and charisma. What do you mean? Yeah. Charisma. Like a suicide. <laughs> Jen's sitting right here. She doesn't even go to bat for you. I'm not, I'm not getting She's like, yeah, I think she, about that all the time. She chuckled when you said charisma. So just so you know, Carl, that's what you said. Hey, guys, quiet down. Let's listen to the next voicemail. All right. Uh, okay. Sorry about that. Hey, Carl. I was just listening. Well, before I was listening to the show, I was thinking, oh, you know, it's been a couple of days. I think I might go home and crank one out, but. You know, after I listen to the show, I um, I, I reckon I could probably wait a few days. I'm I'm good. I'm not in the mood anymore. Don't call me back. Yeah, horn dogs was a tough one. That that was uh, I haven't had a boner since. <laughs> that was a rough bonerless one. no nut November. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really helped things along. No wonder Jenny's in such a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, I'm flaccid. <laughs> Sing that song about the cat again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got one more here. We have a new character we're being introduced to on the show. Hey, Carl. This is Jerry from San Antonio. Turns out Chad Zumach's still a loser. Reduce, reuse, go fuck yourself. All right. So Gary's obsessed with stuttering John, but Jerry in San Antonio is checking out Chad Zumach. So maybe we'll get more updates from Jerry because I'm not paying attention. Yeah. Last time the thing I heard from Chad was he was doing amateur contests in Florida. Oh, God. How funny is that? He wanted he was in the funniest comic in Florida contest. You know who found that and sent it to me? Well, I don't. Market Polito. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but damn it, dumb. <laughs> he was just like, Vic, can you believe this shit? Amateur contest. That's hilarious. Because yeah. I, I saw it was uh like a Instagram post or something that someone who was in the contest posted and it showed the list of all the comics and Chad Zubak was right in that list yeah. of nobodies. It got sent to me because it was somebody who was in the contest was originally from Rochester and posted it. Okay. And Mark, so I was like, get the fuck out of here. That's hilarious. Wow. Look, it's Homer Simpson in a contest with children. <laughs> yeah, and he's mopping the floor with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope Chad won that thing. Holy right? shit. We should Ooh. really look up the results. Yeah, he's going to have to change his website if he doesn't win Florida's Funniest Comedian. <laughs> yeah, I know. He does He does say that he's the Florida's Funniest Comedian. He probably should have stayed out of that competition. Because don't you have to bring friends in order to win those things for the most part? It doesn't hurt. Yeah, it's going to make doesn't it tough. It doesn't hurt. That is going to make it tough. All right. Well, thank you, Kindy, for hopping on again and reading those fantastic reviews. Sure, no problem. We appreciate it. Do you do the, uh, since Cardiff isn't here, can you do the Stoner Girls buy thing? Bye. Not bad. Cardiff's got some competition. No. A plane has hit. I rewatch it, Carly. Mom. Are we down here? I think we are. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Okay, bye.
Why is it funny when a potato does it? I have no idea. Because <laughs> he gets closer to the okay, camera. Right. He's all serious. <laughs> serious. <laughs>